the lights are bright in Alumni Gym, and the stage is set for some women's college hoops. Welcome to tonight's broadcast of Ryder Women's Basketball, live on WRRC2. Before we get underway, let's preview tonight's game and turn the mic over to Owen McCarran, Ben Chanel, and Jared Brito for the Brock Basketball Pregame Show, only on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Bronx women's basketball on 1077 the Bronx Retro WRRC2 and stay two here at the tournament. I'm joined with Owen McCarran to my right. We're broadcasting live from Jim Whelan Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City, New Jersey. The Bronx are warming up to take on the number two seeded Niagara Purple Eagles, who are 16 and 5 in the MAC this year, 17, 17 and 12 overall, and are in the middle of a six-game winning streak, but that six-game winning streak doesn't mean a lot when you're in the tournament now, does yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, you'll notice as uh, a lot of the teams have been playing. I mean, we we just, uh, you know, we were lucky enough to come in as Iona was just playing Mount St. Mary's there. Two very different skill, um, you know, based teams. Iona, who was one of the hottest teams in the MAC, number one actually in the women's bracket. You know, they come in and they have a close game against Mount actually almost going down and losing. So really a lot uh, can change in this tournament setting right now. And one thing that I, you will hear in the coach show that I like the Coach Milgan said is, you know, they haven't seen Niagara in a, in a, in a minute, right? The last time they played, 67 to, uh, sorry, 67 to 74, and then 55 to 67 the, sex time, the second time around. So, you know, with, with, with Riders' history against Niagara, what I've noticed is that we can usually stick with them up until the end, and one thing that you will notice, you know, looking back at the score sheet is a lot of turnovers cause for a lot of Niagara's points, mm -hmm. and you hear us even, you know, mention that on the coach's show as well. Riders are a much different team now at this point in the season. You know, they had a lot of time to cool down, get their stuff together, kind of fix the mistakes that they had, and you know, wrap this team up in, in a good way as well. I think today is going to be a very competitive game for them, and I, I'm extremely excited to see how they come out shooting the ball. You know, planning defensively mm -hmm. around the Parker sisters, who we will talk about as well as the broadcast goes on. I guarantee yeah. you'll hear their name quite Definitely. a lot, and just offensively as well. You know, keeping the ball safe. It's ball security today that's going to really help us secure good offensive possessions mm -hmm. and, you know, potentially come out with that win. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. Uh, we just want to flash it back to the Marist game last night. Amanda Mobley, you know, the leader of this team, had a stellar game. If you have not already um, heard, she was the, the player of the game for that, for that game. She had 20 points, 3 steals, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 for 3 from 3, 8 for 12 from the field. Amanda Mobley was huge yesterday, definitely in the late stages when the Bronx, they were down one. You know, they had that 10-plus point lead for pretty much the whole game. And then kind of in that fourth period, it kind of yep. got the slipping away. Yeah. We went down one. And then right after that, called a timeout, went back out there. The Purple Eagles adjusted to a full-court defense, but that was no match for Amanda Mobley. I mean, it was her and Fireball during that 8-0 run beat that we had to put us back on top. Yeah, so, it was really it was impressive huge. stuff watching that actually all unfold. Yeah. I mean, you could tell Amanda Mobley was having a great game all game. But, you know, when it really did come down to it in that crunch time, Amanda Mobley was able to lock in mm -hmm. and do a lot for her team that, you know, we've seen her done before. So it, it's really impressive watching her play out there. Now, today I'm hoping they come out with that exact same mentality. You know, a lot of our players had a really good day yesterday. Some of us, you know, Jessica Schiffer, not really her best work. Yeah. So, you know, we, we're hoping that she comes out a little more locked today and ready to play a much better game. But still excited to see how a lot of those players, Michaela Fireball, is coming off of a mm -hmm. great game yesterday. Amanda yep. Mobley, who's coming off another amazing game as well. Bruinches, who we're seeing finally start to, you know, make a name for herself down in the paint. Victoria Toomey, who did everything correct last night. A really good game from them. You know, I'm curious to see how our starting five today will react to, you know, now advancing. 
right? Because I feel like with us, not a lot of people expected this. Yep. And we really were the dark horse of the tournament. You know, we come up out of nowhere, and we do really good. We compete with these tough teams. So I think this game adds on to the pressure, but I really do like how Ryder's been able to manage and actually use that pressure against the other teams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but outside of the positives, we want to touch on a few negatives from yesterday. You mentioned uh, Jessica Schiffer. She was 1 for 11 from the field, 1 for 10 from 3. Uh, four rebounds, three assists, you only had three points. Um, also another negative, uh, the Bronx didn't have Rafael Toussaint yesterday with the yep. non-COVID illness. Yep, Coach yep. Milligan still said it's it's going to be a game-time decision for Rafi. Um, so I think if the Bronx can get Rafi back in this lineup, give her about you know, 20, 25 minutes. She doesn't have the full her player full games, but just having Rafi on the floor creates some mismatches. She can put up, you know, a few points, grab a couple boards when we need her. Um, and for Schiffer, I mean, I don't want to sound like mean, but you can't get much worse than what she did yesterday. Yeah, you but know? you know what I what I do like, and we've talked about it before, where, <coughs> excuse me, the in-game adjustments, we don't really see them happening as much. Mm -hmm. What I do like about yesterday was we were able to make an in-game adjustment. I mean, look at us against that full-court press right there. We were able to do it. Jessica Schiffer had arguably her worst game of the season I would say. last night. Mm -hmm. And... You know, what What I think she'll come into, you know, come in thinking today is that she has to do better. You know, yeah. It's not, can I do better? She has to do better. Mm -hmm. She knows that she owes it to her team. And I think Coach Milligan knows that more than anybody as well, that Jessica Schiffer is very capable of turning it around and changing the pace of today's game, you know, if she gets on top of her stuff. I totally agree with that. Um, before we go to the coach's show, I just want to talk about a couple things in um, Rafi's um, inactiveness. Sophie Bruinch has emerged. You know, she got the start in the MAC tournament. Um, one of her first start in the MAC tournament in her career. Uh, she played 21 minutes, two for three from the field. You know, she didn't blow the box score out when you know with points, six points. But yeah, really where she really, where well. she really um, shined was the rebounding and the defense. Yes, definitely, without a doubt. And you know, what I do want to quickly touch on before we do go into this coaches show here is again, you know, the tail of the tape that we love to talk about beforehand. Mm -hmm. My computer's being a bit of a bum right now, but you know, look at the numbers, right? Ryder, 59 points per game compared to Niagara, 66. And again, turnovers. Turnovers are going to be huge today. I don't think we stressed it enough already so far, yeah. but that transition defense on a turnover is going to be super crucial if we do lose the ball. And then the ball handling and security is going to be extremely important to keeping us in this game and not letting them pull away. I mean, you said it on the coach's show, mm -hmm. and it's a very good point. 33 points off of turnovers. Take those away when we only lost by four. You have a totally different story. Security yep. today has to be on top of it. Other than that, Field goal percentage, three-point percentage, and three-point percentage, all higher than Niagara, as well as, sorry, and then the next part was the turnovers per game, 19 for Niagara. That's new. Yeah. That is new. So, you know, defensively, I think we have been able to lock in a little bit. You know, some of our players putting a lot more heart and soul into trying to, you know, contest the ball. You know, and we heard Coach Milligan also talk about, you know, when they run that zone offense or when they run that, not offense, sorry. Defense. <laughs> yes, or when they run a bit of a spread out offense you know they try to attack the ball take them you know up at the top of the wing there throw two men on them get them a little you know off balance see if you can you know force the ball away get a steal themselves mm -hmm. i think if Ryder comes out and tries to beat niagara at their own game today it could fluster them a little bit yeah. and we could have a totally different outcome yeah i totally agree with that so if we cut down those turnovers then we're looking at a whole different story this time around yeah. so bronx looking to avoid the season sweep here in the mac tournament we're going to switch it on over to Coach Milligan, and we'll get this party started. Keep it tuned to WRRC2. We'll be back with more Ryder women's basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro.
1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro's campus traditions are underwritten by Sky Zone Hamilton. 17 Quaker Bridge Plaza Drive, Hamilton. Jump into the action at Sky Zone, the perfect place for spontaneous fun, parties, and events for people of all ages. Whether you're 4 or 40, Sky Zone has something for you. Parents, bring your growing kids to the brand new Little Ninja or Little Leapers program Sunday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. or leave the kids at home and bring your friends for the showdown of a lifetime. Ultimate Dodgeball. At Sky Zone, Everyone is free to have fun like a little kid. With 12 different attractions and specialized programs, SkyZone has thought of it all to provide you with the most stress-relieving experience ever. Play to your strengths. Try SkyZone's Air Court, Parkour Blocks, Ninja Warrior Course, Free Jump, and more. The best part? Everyone is welcome. Glow all out every Friday and Saturday night at Glow with Laser Lights, Glow Lights, and a live DJ. For more information and to learn more about SkyZone Hamilton, Mercer County's premier indoor entertainment and recreation facility, it's skyzone.com forward slash Hamilton. The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by More Than Q. Route 1 North Princeton. Offering new twists and barbecue fusions to match and satisfy your modern cravings. Their devotion to their craft is what makes the perfect smoky meat and being sticklers for the perfect pairing. More Than Q has crafted homemade sauces to amplify your dining experience. Give your food more TLC with sauces like Carolina, Kansas City Sweet Belly, South Carolina mustard and alabama white all bottled in-house add that to the perfect southern side and get a taste of texas cooking in princeton they have meat cooked by the pound sandwiches salads sides and desserts more than q bringing more to your barbecue to find out more about more than q it's getforky.com that's getforky.com under restaurants more than q texas style barbecue in princeton it's almost time for the opening tip-off. Before we get underway on the hardwood, let's go outside the lines and outside the locker room of your Ryder University Lady Bronx. This, this is the Women's Basketball, Basketball Coaches, Coaches Clipboard, Clipboard featuring Ryder Head Coach Lynn Milligan. Hi, everybody. We are back with another edition of the Coaches Show from Zoom as we enter the next round of the MAC tournament, and we are joined again by Coach Milligan. Guys, how are we? Feeling pretty good today. Ben, how are you? Very good. Very good. So you guys had a really good game against Maris yesterday. Congratulations on that. Ben, if you want to take us right away for the first question, go for it. I'd love to. So uh, Amanda Mobley really attacked the rim well yesterday with her 20-point performance. So are you going to use that same approach again? Yeah, I mean, Amanda's, um, you know, she likes when people press her. Um, you know, Niagara's press is um, a little bit more daunting just for the simple fact that it's for the entire 40 minutes and it's, you know, 94 feet the entire 40 minutes. So, you know, we worked a little bit this morning on some different ways to kind of relieve that pressure a little bit off of Amanda, um, a little bit more screening action than we used yesterday because it's going to be tough to do to have her just kind of dribble through it um, for 40 minutes. Okay. Yeah, and we noticed that Toussaint missed yesterday with a non-COVID-related uh, illness. So yeah. now that it's a new day, do you think she's ready to play or what can we expect from her? Um... I don't know. It's probably going to be a. It's probably going to be a really close to game time decision. So I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm overly optimistic, but I'm not sure. All right. So um, we mentioned you mentioned earlier in the other pregame show before Maris that you had to hold, um, you know, Fisher and Chaser to like I think it was 32 points. So what's the number for the Parker sisters? We're going 30 again. We we okay. we, we moved Fisher and um, Chaser down to 30, and we held them I think to 19 yesterday. Um, so that was obviously a big reason for our success. So, um, you know, we're going to throw the same number out there for the Parkers um, and, and 30 and see and see what we can do. 
Yeah, and you know, it's been a while since the Bronx have faced the Purple Eagles and we're 0-2 yeah. against them this year. So what can the team focus on this time around to get a really good win? Well, the good thing is, you know, it's, it's like the opposite of Maris. Like Maris, we just played twice in February and obviously, you know, the game before yesterday. So everything was like super, super fresh. Um, Niagara's the opposite. We haven't played them since I think like January, I don't know, 10th or whatever. It's like that second week in January. So pretty much we're a brand we're very different than we were back then um they're very different than they were back then so we can look at it as you know as like the first time um that we're playing them because t both teams have changed so much um in that time frame so um i think that may play to our advantage you know we really didn't even watch any film from those two games um we just took film from you know our game um you know against other opponents and their game against other opponents that were just a little bit closer to now so um we're going to try to use that to our advantage so uh, i was looking at some uh purple eagles numbers and i kind of noticed that angel parker is like struggling from the field recently so what can the to ensure that she continues to struggle with her shooting well we have to force her to take the shots you know like her second and third and fourth option type shots i mean she wants to get to the rim um she can shoot the three we got to keep her off balance Okay. Um, you know, and kind of make her think a little bit, but really try to take her out of her comfort zone and make her keep thinking and making sure that her shots are all difficult shots for her. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, you know, focusing on the number side of things and certain shooters, Jessica Schiffer kind of had a bit of an off day yesterday from the yeah. from the field and the three. So how mm -hmm. quickly is she expected to turn it around for her performance today against Niagara? Well, very quickly. I mean, Jess is a vet. You know, she knows, she knows the deal. Um, you know, she's been through March before. Um, you know, obviously not one of her better shooting nights um, yesterday. So we're, I mean, we, we've got to count on her to step up and make some shots, no question. So uh, Niagara is currently on a six game winning streak. So what have they done uh, that has allowed them to win as many games as they have? Yeah, you know, they're playing super confident right now, you know, and they, um, they obviously have two first team all conference players playing confident and they play a style of basketball that um, you can't really prepare for, um, you know, it's not like we're going to come down, break the press, and call a bunch of plays today. I mean, we've got to make basketball plays today. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's difficult to do this time of year. But um, in the same regard, we're not prepping for a lot of different things. It's really, you know, do we have the legs? Do we have the, you know, the toughness to make those plays that we need to make today, um, not turn the ball over, um, and put ourselves in the most successful situation? Yeah, and in the last matchup, Niagara had scored 33 points off of turnovers. Uh, while yep. LeBron were only able to score four. So knowing yeah. this, what is the adjustment for the offense today? Don't turn the ball over. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of Niagara's game. You know, I mean, they're, they're you know, top 10 in the country and turnovers forced. Um, you know, the top three kids in steals in the league are all Niagara players. Um, that's what they do. You know, they don't want to run half-court offense. They'd rather score um, off of their defense. So... Um, if we do turn it over today, we've got to limit live ball turnovers. They do a great job getting turnovers in like kind of the middle of the floor um, and going down and getting it easy too. So if we can, you know, take away live ball turnovers, um, you know, that's going to, I mean, we're, we're going to turn the ball over. We're not going to have zero turnovers today, but we just can't kill ourselves with middle of the floor turnovers and live ball turnovers. So uh, finally, outside of the Parker sisters, what are like, what is the other thing that the Bronx have to, uh, watch themselves with well we can't we can't give them second chance opportunities you know um rutledge and falcone are playing good basketball right now um they know where they're getting their shots i think um the other thing the reason why they've been winning so much is i think the other players have, players have finally figured out what their roles are and where they're mm -hmm. getting their and where they're getting their looks so we've got to make sure that none of them um you know get the looks or the touches that they're used to getting gotcha
Cool. I mean, that all sounds great. We really appreciate you taking the time to come on Zoom, and we can't wait to see you there today at 3.30 for the game yes. against Niagara. Thank you very much, Coach Milligan. Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by Tropical Smoothie Cafe, Nassau Park, Princeton. What better way to cool off than with a refreshing drink from Tropical Smoothie Cafe? Made with only the freshest fruits and veggies, Tropical Smoothie Cafe in Princeton will always hit the spot. Start or end your day with a classic flavor like Sunrise, Sunset, or Island Green. Tropical Smoothie Cafe's impressive menu keeps it fun and flavorful with flatbreads, wraps, quesadillas, bowls, salads, and sides tailored to your taste. Dine in, take out, or order in. For the whole crowd with catering services at tropicalsmoothiecafe.com and online orders using the Tropical Rewards app. Experience Tropical Smoothie Cafe not only for the amazing food and refreshing drinks, but also for the relaxing atmosphere, hospitality, and tropical fun. The closest Tropical Smoothie Cafe to Ryder University is at 645 Nassau Park Boulevard in Princeton. Get a taste of healthy happiness at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza, 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams delicious. Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Bocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's VocelliPizza.com. That's VocelliPizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Vocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 2098 Brunswick Avenue. Avenue, Lawrenceville. Bocelli Pizza. Pizza done right. The national anthem has concluded and the ladies are taking their place on the court. Welcome to your home for Ryder Women's Basketball. Right here on WRRC2. Ryder Women's Basketball on 1077 The Bronx Retro is presented by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. For more information and to view their menu, go to b2bistro.com. Hurry, there's not a moment to lose. Grab a seat and turn your volume up as we transition back to Owen McCarran, Ben Chanel, and Jared Brito for today's game, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. We're back with more Ryder Women's Basketball, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Player introductions going down here right now. We'll get started pretty early, and I'm pretty sure that Owen wanted to talk about a certain stat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got this. you, Owen. That's my favorite you. stat, guys, the rebounds. Yeah. Guys, the rebounding game is going to be extremely crucial today. I mean, listen, the Parker sisters are really good out there, but they got some really good size to this Niagara team right now. I mean, a lot of their players six feet and up right now. Amelia Strong, someone to look out for. Excuse me. Elia Parker, somebody that you definitely want to go look out for. I mean, yep. down in the paint, they definitely have a lot of forces that are going to be 
hard to get the rebound on. But thank God, you know, Bruins and Toomey have been really making a name for themselves down in the paint. When I looked at the numbers earlier, Niagara was out-rebounding us, but only by a few, mm -hmm. by a couple of rebounds. And I think in this game, when turnovers are a possibility, following your shot, you know, being aggressive on defense, getting their rebounds, and then being aggressive on offense and getting our rebounds is going to be key to getting those second-chance points and then stopping them from getting those second-chance points. That's what's going to help us pull away in this game. You know, just, again, so it's the rebounding and the ball security today that are really going to make a difference in how we perform all day today. So, yeah, we are. We got notified that Rafaela Toussaint will miss this game as well. She's still battling that illness. So hopefully Rafi gets healthy. And if we do move on, well, she'll be available for the next game. But that means that Sophie Bruinches will most likely get the start here in uh, game two of the playoffs here in the MAC tournament. I also want to mention, if you guys do not know, the Purple Eagles have two all-MAC first-team players, Aaliyah Parker and Angel Parker. The it two, would be the sisters. The two Parker sisters. So they are very dangerous scorers. Aaliyah averaging 17 a game, 7.6 rebounds, 2 assists. Angel, 15.5 points a game, 4.2 rebounds, and 3.2 assists. So the Bronx can contain those two to, like what Coach Milligan said in the pregame show, the under 30 points. And the Bronx did what they did yesterday, which is score 60 points, which is more than enough to win in tournament basketball because we just saw in the game before us, Iona and St. Mary's, they, they only combined for around 60 points. And the Bronx put up yeah, 60 yesterday. So. Definitely a bit of a low-scoring game. Not something that you'd uh, really be expecting. But, mm -hmm. you know, again, if the, the Bronx has got to come out firing today, you know. Yep. Got to give our good shooters the green light. Got to give our big men the green light down there. And obviously, you know, we did talk about Schiffer. She's got to get on one today, you know. Yep. We, we really cannot afford to be making a copious amount of mistakes today. Everybody has to contribute in their own in their own way. Mm -hmm. Teams almost ready to disperse from their huddles here at Jim Whelan Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City. Each team, Niagara, huddle, baby. Yeah, Niagara playing their first game of the tournament here. They got the first round by. They're the number two seed behind Iona. But the seeds do not matter. You still got to come out here and you got to play for yeah, 40 I minutes. Mean, you remember what Coach Milligan said at the start, right before the tournament even started, you know, it doesn't matter what number is in front of your team. You know, you got to go out there and you just got to play your heart out. So, you know, I'm very excited to see the energy and the heart that uh, Ryder will bring to the court today. I really do think that as a team, they have been through a lot. You know, it really wasn't the best performing season for them, and I, and I think they knew that. Mm -hmm. And what's impressive about this team is that they didn't let that defeat them. You know, they came out every game and gave it their all, that 110% that Milligan asked for every game. And they were able to do it. It didn't matter how bad the loss the day before it was. Looks like the Purple Eagles are going to throw out a lineup of Aaliyah Parker, Angel Parker, Nikhil O'Neal, Maddie Yell, and Jade Rutledge. Bronx throwing out Toomey, Bruinchez, Schiffer, Mobley, and Fireball. You know, I do find it interesting with the height of Bruinchez that if she's starting, she wouldn't do the tip. But... I always trust Toomey with I that mean, tip. I mean, Toomey's pretty good with the tip-off. Toomey's been doing a lot of really good stuff for the tip-off. So, again, just to quickly recap, you're going to be watching out. A lot of ball security today. You know, limit the turnovers. Rebounding has to be there, and you've got to take advantage of any open looks we have. Looks like we might have a little TV delay as both teams are kind of just chilling at half court, yeah, waiting that's... for the game to begin. Yeah, you know, that's why here at 107.7 The Bronx, the nationally award nominated and winner of best college radio yep. station we are on time we're on time we're always ready don't listen to this espn folk we're ready to go 
All right, the buzzer has finally gone off. So it's time to play some basketball. Game two of the MAC tournament. Here we go. And the Bronx are going to lose the toss. Aaliyah Parker is going to start out with it. And she's going to kick it to her sister, Angel Parker, who's moving her way up the court. Oh, she's going to pull up real quick. No good. Rebounded by the Bronx. Nope. Rebounded by Aaliyah Parker. She puts it back. Yeah, you saw Bruinches and Schiffer both go for that rebound right there. Maybe Ooh, full court pass by Mobley to Fireball, oh. but it's no good. It's going to belong to the Bronx. Yeah. I mean, on that last defensive play right there, Schiffer and Bruinches both going for that rebound. Bobble it out of Bruinches' hands. Give it right back to the older sister Parker there. Yeah, that hey. game started quick. Yeah, I mean, you just you got to avoid that type of confusion, especially with this team. Bruinches grabs it right off the inbound, but the shot is no good as the Purple Eagles have some numbers heading down the court. Leah Parker puts it up, and it's good. Leah Parker has the, her team's first four points. Got to be aware of that. Got to be careful. Oh, almost a turnover by the Bronx. Yeah, this is that full-court defense that we're talking about from Niagara, that aggressiveness already right in the lanes. You know, if you're going to be passing the ball, you're going to make sure that you're passing it hard because mm -hmm. you don't, you don't want to, you know, get those passes intercepted by Niagara. And again, remember, when we talk about the turnovers of this game, you have to be very persistent and certain that the pass you're making, nobody's going to be able to intercept it. There's Mobley driving in, passes at the fireball on the wing, shots up, and it's good. Fireball splashes home the three-pointer. Bronx are on the board early. That's a great first shot by Michaela Fireball there, that wide-open look. Get this team right back in it. There's Andrew Parker calling out of play. Straightaway three-point range, passes it to Yell. There's O'Neal, passes it back to Angel Parker. Pump fakes, gives it to Aaliyah Parker. Mid-range shot is up, and it's good. Rattles in. Parker has her team's first six points. Here's this full-court defense here, displayed by the Purple Eagles. See if the Bronx can get by it, and they do. Fireball kind of stuck right there on the wing. The ball's going to go out of bounds. It's going to belong to the Bronx, though. Just a suffocating defense by the Purple Eagles. Yeah, I mean, you got to be able to kind of keep your guys spread out so you do always have an open man right there, especially when you see them double court, uh, sorry, double teaming on their end of the court. And Fireball gets the inbound pass from Mobley, working on Parker. Oh, gets it stripped away. Parker's running down the court, puts up the layup, and the shot is no good. Rebounded, but it goes out of bounds. Looks like it's going to belong to the to the uh, Purple Eagles on their side of the court. Yeah, it's going to be really hard to adjust to that double team right away as you get on the offensive end there. But, uh, you know, for the course of this game, it's going to be it's going to have to be something that they do adjust mm -hmm. to. All right, Angel Parker inbounding it here. Finds Aaliyah. Bruinches on her. A little bit of a mismatch here. Six foot five. Parker drives in. Euro step. Shots no good. Rebounded by Victoria Toomey. And here's the Bronx Schiffer running down the court. Catches it. Shoots. Scores! Another three-pointer. baby, putting this team right back there. Jessica Schiffer already matching her point total from yesterday. Two three-pointers already for the Bronx. We got a tie ball game here. Gotta yeah. love what we're seeing here. Bronx shooting the three ball pretty well early. Here's O'Neal. Passes it to Angel. Angel drives in. Dishes it to, oh. to yell, but it's Get that out of there. Selected by Sophie Bruinchez. Get that out of here. Yeah, I mean, that defense from Bruinchez right there, that's really good work right there, making sure that, I mean, they're running a good zone right now, and one thing that we have complimented Ryder on is their zone defense, so mm -hmm. making sure they aren't getting too spread out there by the offense is great. 
Couple ah. substitutions for the Purple Eagles. And Jones comes in and splashes a three right away. Yeah, I mean, you can't give him that wide open look. Yes, Spruinchez wasn't there. And the shot got up pretty easily and it went in. Here's Mobley sprinting down the court. Oh, and it's gonna get turned over. Here's O'Neal running down the court. Behind the back dribble, pass to Aaliyah Parker. Parker from mid-range, shots up, and it's good. Yeah, you're gonna see the Bronx try to weave in between a lot of these Niagara people when all they really do have to do is just get it past the half and they'll start to reset. Mm -hmm. Whistle blown. Looks like it's gonna be a turnover. And here it goes. The Purple Eagles just making it go their way here so far, up by five. Aaliyah Parker just putting this team on her back. She's got six of the team's 11 points. Here's Hicks. Calling out a play, Mobley. Picking up Jones. Leah Parker in the paint's gonna get deflected and Schiffer's going to get the, get the deflection and pass it to Mobley who's bringing up the ball. He's gonna find Toomey in the mid range. Passes it to Bruinchez. Bruinchez shoots the three and it is good. Oh my Sophie God. Bruinchez. I don't know where this three point shooting's coming from for her but I have no complaints. Yeah, but she drained that one. Because the Bronx, all of their points that come from three point range, the score is 11 to nine with about six minutes left to go in the first period. Oh, nice dribble move there by O'Neal to get past Schiffer, but she's gonna pass it. Here's Leah Parker, passes it back to O'Neal. O'Neal driving in, puts up the layup, no good, rebounded by Toomey. Looks like we might get a jump ball here. It's gonna belong to Bronx. the Bronx. It's a high energy game so far here. Jim Whelan Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City. Yeah, Ben, what I do want to quickly Ooh. mention one more time is as Mobley is driving that ball up the court, she's got to just be more comfortable trying to simply outrun the Niagara mm -hmm. players. She tries to do a little too much on that dribbling end and go right through them, and that's where they thrive with just putting a hand out there, making her fumble the ball a bit. Inbound goes to Fireball, who successfully receives it. Now she's sprinting up the court trying to get past that Purple Eagles defense. And yeah, let them come from behind you and try to tip the ball out of your hand. You know, mm -hmm. if they tip it out and it goes out of bounds, you know, you made it across the half. You still yep. got 20 seconds on the yeah, clock got, there. Yeah, you're on your side of the court, so let them do the hard work. Parker in or fireball inbounds at the Mobley. Mobley's got a lane if she wants it, but she decides to pass it back out. She passes it to Schiffer. Schiffer running around the three-point arc. A little bit of a flop. Flop. Potentially, yeah. I mean, I didn't really that's, see a lot of contact That's the right Schiffer. term. Kind of, Schiffer kind of made a hard cut. It's, looks like Jones tried to sell it as if Schiffer pushed off, but Schiffer did not. She's an honest basketball player. <laughs> a lot of stoppages of play so far. Just the Purple Eagles off defense and how they play. It's just got to be irritating. It's like that one fly when you're trying to eat your hoagie in the summertime. Just keep on just swatting it away. Yeah, I mean, they, they do a really good job of, you know, doing that little reach in there and making it not a foul. I mean, they are really good with their precision yeah. on that. That's why they have one of the best stealing teams in the nation, not just the MAC, the nation. Mobley with the ball now in the three-point arc. Bruinchess for another three. No good. Rebounded by Angel Parker. And not a bad shot. I mean, she got the wide-open look, so mm -hmm. it's not a bad shot to take. And she got the shot she wanted, just didn't fall. 
Speaking of falling, Aaliyah Parker falls to the ground. And she got a travel call there as well. Yep, a travel call is going to belong to the Bronx. Bronx have a chance to tie it on this possession if they choose to do so. There's fireball. Angel Parker on here, defending her on the Bronx side of the court. See if they get past here, fireball does. Fireball's getting double teamed. She does get by, and it's stolen by Angel Parker. Parker puts it up, spin, but no good. Mobley with a great defense there to stop the fast break. Yeah, Ryder's kind of scrambling right now. Got to make sure you reset pretty quickly, too. Here's the layup. It is up and good by Hicks. Hicks gets her first points of the game, and it's stolen again by the Purple Eagles. And here's Leah Parker, puts it up, no good. Good D by Victoria Toomey. Just, oh my goodness. It's another steal by the Purple Eagles on the Bronx side of the court. The shot is up, and it is no good. Rebounded by Mobley. I mean, if you're a Purple Eagle, you've got to be gassed by now. I mean, they got to stop running into the crowd of Purple Eagles. It's Toomey. Oh, that's a foul if I ever saw. That's on Toomey. Oh, my goodness. Jones gets Toomey to get the charge there. The timeout's going to be called here, so we'll get our first official start, official stoppage of the game here. Hold on, let's quickly watch this one here. Ah, no, I thought they were going to re-show that Victoria Toomey foul right there. I didn't really see that as a her foul. I mean, she's just, just going yeah, to the basket, she's just shooting. All right, scores 13-9. Niagara's up through approximately six minutes here at Jim Whelan Borwell Call. We'll be right back after a few messages. Keep it tuned to WRRC2. We'll be back with more Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. Rider Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bayfielder, North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Ready, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar. Now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's b2bistro.com. The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by PJ's Pancake House. With locations in Lawrenceville, West Windsor, Robbinsville, Ewing, Kingston, and Princeton. PJ's is the hot spot for all things breakfast. They've been committed to bringing you the best pancakes since 1962. But if you thought that was all PJ's had to offer, well, they're not just breakfast anymore. Along with a carefully curated breakfast menu available all day, PJ's Pancake House has expanded the menu to include lunch and dinner. Grab a drink, order lunch or dinner, and even a dessert from the ever-expanding menu, including artisan flatbreads, sliders, Texas toast, grilled cheese, tacos, and dinner classics. The next time you pop into PJ's, try 1077 The Bronx Bowls and tell us what you think, because proceeds benefit us. And PJ's Pancake House just keeps growing. Check out PJ's seventh location coming soon to Hamilton. Start your day with breakfast, then end your day with happy hour and dinner at the perfect pancake place, featuring comfort foods for the whole family. PJ's Pancake House, more than pancakes. To see their menu online, it's getforky.com. 
1077 The Bronx Retro's Got Game. This is my high sim card for your Lady Bronx. Listen to all of our rider home games and select road games this season on Odyssey and only on WRRC2. Welcome back to Rider Bronx Women's Basketball on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. After a not so bad first six minutes there, still a good game within reach. The Bronx here. Got to be a little bit better, you know, mm-hmm. getting rid of those turnovers, uh, just starting to scratch them. They got to do a better job of, you know, dicing through that full-court defense that Niagara has been throwing up on every pos- uh, possession here. I don't know if you guys heard me before we went off air there a little bit, but, you know, we got to make sure that we're not weaving and trying to bob through that entire group of Niagara players. They got to get a little more confident just taking a lane down the sideline and seeing if Niagara will foul, you know, reach in and draw that foul. I mean, Michaela Fireball has been doing a really good job of it just getting the ball going one way and sprinting the other and just mm-hmm. getting down the half. Once you're past the half, let them reset because they're going yep. to. And if they double team, you know, it's going to leave a player open. you got to make that quick pass. You can't be exactly. doing these little lob passes up in the air because Niagara is a quick team. They're going to catch up to that ball. Yeah, not every team does this full-court defense for a reason because it's tough to pull off, and they've been pulling it all year. So if the Bronx can break that, then they can definitely have an easier time in trying to win this ball game. So we are back here. Four minutes and 30 seconds left here in the first period. Niagara's up by four. The Purple Eagles are going to start with possession here. Hicks with the ball. Hicks has two points so far and three minutes on the court. Here's Angel Parker. Passes it out for the open three ball from Porter, but shot's no good. But a foul is going to be called on the Bronx. Going to call it over the back on Bruins as there. I mean, I don't really understand that. I didn't see Bruins just jump into her at all, really. Just kind of straight up. It looks like they both went for a rebound there. Yeah, ref's going to be a little sensitive here, it looks like. we got a lot of stoppage of plays so far. Nice quick move there by Hicks to get the bucket. Give her four. The Bronx have successfully get the inbound. It's always a challenge to just do the inbound as Schiffer does a good job of creating some space with their speed. Here's Lynch, dash, dishes it off to Mobley. Mobley finds a wide open Toomey down low in the paint. The bucket is good. The first field goal made by the Bronx. That's not a three-pointer. Yeah, that's a really good motion there by Victoria too. I mean, starting at the high post there, working away to the low post, just get that wide open look. A great pass from Amanda Mobley as well. Yeah, great find for the easy bucket. And here's Hicks with the ball on the left wing. He's going to dish it to a wide-open mid-range shot from Rutledge, but the shot's no good. Rebounded by the Bronx. Nice pass there by Mobley to find a Schiffer. Schiffer finds Toomey right outside of the paint, but she's going to pass it out to a wide-open Molly Lynch. Lynch puts up the shot. No good. Rebounded by Lynch. Keeps it in somehow. Great job of following up her shot. And here's Mobley drives in, puts the shot up. No good. We're going to get no no calls on that one there. It's yeah. a really good drive by Amanda Mobley. There's Angel Parker down the paint. Little post fadeaway. No good. Get good deep by Lynch. It looks like this ball is going to belong to the Purple Eagles. Coach Milligan not a big fan of that one. Yeah, I'm not too sure if I was either. I mean, it's hard to tell. I wish they would throw these back up on the big screen because, you know, when they're down at the other baseline, it's really hard for us to tell. Yeah, we can't, we can't really tell. Not the best. Seating here, I can barely see at the three-point line, but hey, you gotta, you gotta make what you gotta make do what you got, you know. Love do. Shots up, no good. Rebounded by Glover. Xander Parker resets. Schiffer on her. Parker, fireball now on her. Can't find anything, so she picks, kicks it out to Hicks on the wing. 
Looks like this ball is gonna either go out of bounds or it's gonna be kicked. It's gonna, Bronx are gonna take possession. Yeah, got it. again, you know, I'm curious to see throughout this game how they will end up adjusting to this full court defense here. Fireball, sprinting, Schiffer's open the paint, but Fireball doesn't see her. It's gonna be a block called on the Purple Eagles. It's kind of, kind of make them, kind of make their system not work because the way they play, it's very, it's very easy to crack. Yeah, you know, got to pull it off. You know, bring all your people back onto their side of the court and see if they'll, you know. Oh my oh, God! I didn't really? See that. I don't know about that one. Yeah, you know, if you, if you bring all the Bronx back on, you know, the Niagara side of the court here on their scoring side, you know, let's see how Niagara adjusts. Will they keep their, you know, their girls spread out or are they going to move them back down? Because if you only have two of Niagara's defenders on their side, it's going to be a lot harder to pull off that press with less men down there. Angel Parker with the ball. She's going to drive past Toomey, a little long two-pointer, no good. Kind of, Aaliyah Parker went over the back of Molly Lynch with no call. And uh, there is there is a call. All right, they kind of made up for it. Yeah, I mean, Bronx ball. This whistle frenzy is is you know it's starting to get a little bit annoying watching, especially with some of the calls just kind of really not making sense. I know. That's what I say. That's just Purple Eagles kind of play in a way that will frustrate you. The Purple Eagles have not scored in two minutes and five seconds, so good job by the Bronx to take over the ball and try to get back into this game. But they're only down four. And Aaliyah Parker gets the steal on the Bronx side of the court and puts it up for two. Again, that's that ball security I was talking about earlier. I mean, you see the way she just tips that right out of Michaela's hands. And again, she does it again. You've got to make Parker sure that you're making a secure bucket. dribble. Michaela fireball now. Leah Parker on her. She gets double teamed. It's going to leave Lynch open, but she decides not to shoot as Angel Parker quickly comes and covers her. Got a little four on five as Parker hits the ground. Fireball for three. Shots up, and it is good. Fireball Great with her. shot by Michaela Fireball right there. Yet another three-pointer. Give her two for two from three on the day. Bronx trail by five. Andrew Parker dribbling it out. Letting yeah. the shot clock wind down to 15 seconds. Got about a minute left. You know, at what point in this game, like, the adjustment has to be made to that defense right there. If you keep getting caught in the inbounds and just give them those free easy twos, mm -hmm. it's going to be a difficult game. Leah Parker with a little crossover step back shot, but it's no good. Bronx are going to take possession as it went out of bounds. Mobley doing the inbounding duties. Molly Lynch taking it up the court, speeding by all the Purple Eagles. Here's Mobley on the wing. Dribbles through the legs, finds a Toomey down low in the paint. Toomey's shot is up and it is good. Victoria Toomey, give her four points. All of her points coming down low in the paint. If you keep on finding Toomey down low, you're gonna have an easy time. A little over 10 seconds here between the shot and game clock. I mean, they're definitely gonna wanna run this clock down, give the Bronx you know, one last possession. Mm -hmm. I think they trust themselves enough to get a good steal off the inbound. And the Bronx cannot let that happen. It has, it's absolutely crucial. Here's Strong with the ball now, right outside of the paint. Passes it to an Angel Parker. Straightaway three is up, and it is good. Erica goes back up by six. Fireball with the ball. 
On, their, on her side of the court, sprints up, finds Mobley, 10 seconds on the clock. Schiffer grabs the loose ball, passes it back out to Mobley on the wing, pump fakes the three, puts up the long mid-range shot, and oh, it is good. Great shot, Amanda Mobley, and what clock a, runs out. Great way to close out this first period. The nice bucket by Amanda Mobley. Bronx only trailing by three. We got a ball game on our hands. Yeah, this is definitely a really good game, Ben. I mean, you're going to start to see it a little bit more here with the inbounds. I think that, you know, at this point in the game, they've made enough mistakes letting them get to them on that turnover aspect that, you know, they could start to make the adjustment now. Yeah. And I don't, I think if it doesn't happen now, it's going to be a very tough game moving down the line. Yes, we're making our shots. We're doing a really good job executing on the offensive end when we get it to our side. Keyword, when we get it to our side. I mean, we got to do, again, we have to be able to shut that down completely. The turnovers have to stop because the transition defense is not there because of how early they're happening. They're happening yep. on the first pass in the inbound. Mm -hmm. you, know, you can't do that. You're not even letting us get a few dribbles in and we're already losing it. They, they, you know, Back to back. You cannot let a team go back to back on uh, turnovers like that. It's just it's really not going to set you up well. It's definitely something the Bronx are talking about in their huddle right now. We'll be right back. Keep it tuned to WRRC2. We'll be back with more Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. Health 411 Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital Health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and who collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell, to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties, to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. 1077 The Bronx Campus Traditions are underrated in part by Thai Chalk Chalk, the official Asian food truck of 1077 The Bronx. Want a taste of Asian and Thai cuisine? Look no further than the Thai Chalk Chalk Food Truck, a mobile caterer service offering authentic Thai food and Southern-style Thai beverages. Using only the freshest produce, the Thai Chalk Chalk menu features the best Asian cuisine found on four wheels. From veggie steamed rice with chicken to traditional pad thai. For a complete food truck schedule online, try their website at Thai Chalk Chalk Food Truck Com or follow them on Facebook to try their drunken dog and chili loaded fries they roll into town. Get a taste of Thai Chalk Chalk fan favorites such as their super hot and spicy drunken noodles, cool and refreshing hibiscus tea, and Wan Yen for dessert. Order online to enjoy Thai Chalk Chalk at home or to have your next event catered by their delicious food truck so everyone can experience Thai Chalk Chalk's authentic dishes. For mobile Thai food at its best, the first choice is always the right choice, Thai Chalk Chalk. Hey, it's forward Sophie Blanches. My family and my Bronx family listen to me make the big shot online on 1077 Bronx Retro, WRRC2. You can listen to Ryder Basketball along with my family at 1077thebronc.com. We're back with more Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. The score is 22 to 19. Second period is just about to begin if you're just joining us. It's a game of turnovers frustrating purple eagles surrounding the bronx the bronx splashing threes i mean the bronx have shot very well from three so far 71 percent five for seven insanity gotta love it looks like the prime bronx are coming out here fireballs doing what she does schiffer 
bouncing back after a top performance yesterday. Toomey scoring down low in the paint. What else is new? But anyway, here we go. Broncher back. O'Neal with the ball. Finds Aaliyah Parker driving in. Shot is no good. Rebounded, though, by the Purple Eagles. And they miss again. <laughs> Rebounded by Toomey. And here come the Bronx. Looking to add on to this or cut into that lead as they do with a fireball layup. Yeah, that's a really good pass. One. And Amanda Mobley just dropping an absolute dime to Kayla Fireball there. A really good way to execute at the rim. Mm -hmm. Here's O'Neal dribbling it up. Schiffer's been on her all day doing a pretty stellar job holding O'Neal to only three points. And then Purple Eagles waiting for something to open. It's Parker looking to do some stuff in isolation as she finds a, a, uh, oh. a, a yell down low in the paint. But a whistle's going to be blown. Looks like it's might be on the floor. Pretty sure that one's on Toomey right there. Yep, Victoria Toomey looks like Sophie Bruinches is going to check in for Victoria Toomey to kind of take her off the court to avoid some foul trouble early on in this game. Yeah, that's her second foul. I mean, and only the start of the second period as well. And you're going to want to be careful with her, especially when, you know, she really is a, a crucial piece of this puzzle. Inbound successfully gets to Aaliyah Parker. And dribbles it out to the three-point line to kind of reset. Here's the pass to Yell. Back down to Strong, who uses is strong enough to get the layup to go. Molly Lynch gets it to Mobley. Mobley falls, falls to her knees, but still gets it to Morgan. Molly Lynch. Schiffer on the left wing now. Mobley passes it to Lynch. Lynch thinking about a three, decides not to shoot, gets tipped away, and ends up in the hands of Jones, who's sprinting down the court. Passes it ah. to a wide open purple eagle. That is. Number 12, O'Neal, but she misses the three. Yeah, uh, so one thing that I'm noticing right there is steal. you know, Molly Lynch takes a very wide dribble, you know, just letting her hand get away from her there. Mm -hmm. You got to keep that dribble tight. You yes. do. I mean, they're very, again, they're quick, they're agile, and they know how to get a good reach out there on the ball. Keep that ball as, as tight to you as you can. It just, mm -hmm. you had a really good lane there. You know, it just sucks when you let your hand go a little bit too much, and they got a really good tip on that. Mobley bringing the ball up. Keeping the ball tight to her. Fireball, driving in, almost loses it. She gets tripped. I mean, if you fast forward to maybe the fourth period of this game, if we get the Purple Eagles, you know, in foul trouble and this game is close, that could be, that could be. Yeah, that could definitely you know, be huge decision. for the pace of this game. I think you're 100% right. And I think with the play style that they do run, it, you know, it can definitely be a little bit easy you, to draw yeah, those you fouls. You really could draw but, fouls. You know, you got to be careful that you're not actually pushing, you know, that envelope a little bit too much and mm -hmm. drawing fouls yourself. Here's Mobley with the ball, taking her time to wait for something to open up. As she gets by O'Neal, passes it out to Molly Lynch. The pass sails too high, and it's out of reach. It goes out of bounds. Yeah, those Aaron passes are just not going to cut it, you know. Yeah. I understand you're trying to find that open man, and Molly you know, Lynch was the open man there, but you know, just taking another step back, get another dribble going, but cannot afford to be giving up possessions like that. Here come the Purple Eagles bringing the ball up. O'Neal, Schiffer on her. Fireball then switches on. O'Neal dishes it off to Yell in the wing, who then crosses over. Fireball not falling for the trick as she stays with her. So Leah Parker sets up at the top of the key, drives by. Bruinches and Schiffer. And the whistle's going to be blown as Schiffer falls to the ground, but she gets back up. Yeah, definitely an aggressive play style here from Niagara. Curious to see what happened, though. Oh, that was fireball that fell, actually. Fireball checks out. 
Looks like Fireball gets charged with a foul as Hyacinth's going to check in. It's crazy to charge her with a foul. I mean, you literally saw in the clip there, she's kind of just standing still, got her hands up. Mm -hmm. Not too sure how you can give that one to Fireball, but. Inbound is stolen by Molly Lynch. And here come the Bronx, bringing it up. Find Hyacinth. Hyacinth with the ball. Finds Schiffer. Schiffer working on Aaliyah Parker. Finds Fireball on the wing. And she's going to get called for really? travel. I'm not sure about that one. I definitely didn't see a travel. Huh. I mean, you know, again, the whistle frenzy this game is... Mm -hmm. It is up there, but it's for both teams, too, so, you know, you can't really complain. Here's O'Neal. Primary ball handler so far for the Purple Eagles. It's going to find Aaliyah Parker down low in the paint. Schiffer or Fireball doing a good job protecting the bucket. And the Purple Eagles are going to get a travel call of their own. Back and forth, baby, back and forth. I mean, hey, that's just, uh, again, you know, regardless if it was, it's a really good force turnover by the Bronx there. They, they definitely need that. You know, you're, again, you want to maintain a good balance, or, I mean, a good, I don't know how to say it, a good strength today yeah. on defense. I mean, especially with the way, you know, their defense is playing against our offense, being able to steal as many, you know, balls as they have so far. You, you got to be able to just be a brick wall on defense today. You can't let anything by. Here's Mobley, speeds by the Purple Eagles defense. Saw Bruins just think about that one. Yeah, right there. she was thinking about it. Not necessarily the right call there. Good decision to keep it. Here's Mobley drives in. Molly Lynch for three shots up, and it's no good off the rim. It's gonna be rebounded by the Purple Eagles. Oh, I thought Bruins just had a chance. Yeah, to steal almost. Here a little bit quicker. Bruinches was in the wing, isn't the lane, but no, she couldn't get the steal as the Purple Eagles score on the other side of the court. The ball's going to get deflected off Leah Parker, who's trying to steal it. What a surprise. Purple Eagles always looking to... I didn't see that one coming. I know, right? Who, who could have predicted the Purple Eagles trying to steal a ball? <laughs> I'm sorry. Boy. Doing the inbounding duties here for the Bronx. After the ball got deflected out of bounds, finds fireball. Trying to work her way up until the Purple Eagles side of the court, and she does. Stops her dribble and passes it to Lynch, who dishes it off to Mobley, who's at the top of the key. Finds a Hyacinth down low in the paint, who just misses the layup as it rims out. Almost gets the nice reverse layup to go. That's a really good look there by Hyacinth as well. I mean, it was, just, uh, it was a really good pass. Yeah. You know, coming off finish. of a run like that and trying to get a, a good reverse layup is tough, so. Mm -hmm. Okay, the Purple Eagles driving it up. Hicks with the ball. And Leah Parker, top of the key, fakes it to Hicks, and then dishes it off to Jones. Here's Hicks, Lynch guarding her closely. The ball gets tipped out, but it's gonna belong to the Purple Eagles. Here's Leah Parker, mid-range. Oh, shot. A little shot clock violation. violation. That was a good tip off charge. right there. Knocked that one all the way down the court. Yeah, the, I didn't see that. Yeah, I mean the rim was like the, the, so we are on baseline right now, sitting behind a basket. This is not I did the not best see seat. that play at all. This is a tough time trying to call this game when I got a. And big for a second, I face. was extremely confused why Maya Hyacinth was running past the ass. 
basket is not doing our view justice I right know, now. I know, this is a pain. Mobley successfully inbounds it. Fireball for three. Shot is up. No good. Rebounded by Bruinches. Yep, that one's going to be out on Niagara. But Rutledge call. also was going up for the rebound. And the ball's going to get deflected off her hands. Bronx down five. Five minutes and 44 seconds left in the second period. Mobley inbounding it. Finds Bruinches. Bruinches puts it up. Shot's no good. Try to, try to finish a little bit better there. Bruinches, you're big. You know, you got to be able to use your post-up skills. Angel Parker stops and shoots. Rims out. Rebounded by the Purple Eagles. Grab their own rebound, Aaliyah Parker puts up the shot and it's good. Moby, nice cross court pass to Hyacinth. And it's gonna get blocked by Angel Parker. It looks like a whistle's gonna be blown. It looks like, I you don't know, know if that was a foul. No, I think it's gonna be out of bounds. No, it's just out of bounds. If you're Maya Hyacinth there, and this is something that I did notice, you gotta close yourself off to that block right there. You know, turn your body a little bit when you go to the rim. Well, Fireball with a nice move to split the defense in half and get a wide open lane for a layup. Nice play there by Fireball. So you saw Maya Hyacinth, you know, pressuring up there on Parker, mm -hmm. get a little good tip off. Not enough to make her lose the ball though. Here's Parker driving in. Nice move there by Parker. So shifty down low. Gets yeah. it to go. Our zone defense has got to be able to start locking in right now. Hopefully, almost loses it. Finds Fireball. Just kind of slips on the court but she successfully catches herself and gives it to Mobley. And the Purple Eagles are gonna get their hands on the ball. I mean, this is just insanity. Yeah, no, Timeout really called. You gotta, was, I mean, the adjustment has to be made sooner than later. I mean, they are doing a little bit better of a job. Obviously, this game isn't out of reach just yet, still being the second period. 23-30, you know, as far as turnovers go, you're not seeing 33. That's a great number right there. Yep. Um, but, you know, you are seeing enough to the point where, you know, take those away, and it, it, is, a, it is a huge difference maker. I mean, with the two back-to-back -back right there, you take away four points from them. It's 23-26. We're three-point away from tying this game. Yep. Score is 30-23, to 23, down seven. We're going to take a quick timeout. Keep it tuned to WRRC2. We'll be back with more Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza, 8919 New Falls Road, Fairless Hills, PA. Yo, Frankie, pizza review time. We're in Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania, here at DiLorenzo's The Berg. From what I hear, they specialize in a perfect pizza pie recipe passed down through three generations called the Trend Tomato Pie, which is cooked to a Perfect golden brown crisp and sweet tomato sauce like you would never believe. I can already see the crispy crust. All right, one bite. Everyone knows the rules. Oh, my Lord, Frankie. These Berg folks don't mess around. This is at least a 9.5. DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza has all the pizza and other delicious menu options you can ask for, including classic pizzeria-style sandwiches, pastas, and salads. You can learn more about Delo's menu and their order online options with just one click at DiLo'sTheBerg.com. Remember, DiLorenzo's The Berg is located across the Delaware on 8919 New Falls Road, Fairless Hills, PA. Frankie, you getting this? I'm about to eat this whole pie by myself. Your Pet Matters and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care. 390 County Road, 518 Skillman. Happy birthday! Look at the Oh my goodness, a kitten! Let's name him Mini Kitty! Jack, how do I tell Mom I failed my math test? Look at us, Bean. We just moved to a brand new big city. <laughs> Honey, Brandon broke up with me. Mini Kitty? Jack? Bean? Honey? 
Are you okay? Our pets are there for us when we most need them. So why not thank their unconditional love with unconditional care? At Progressive Veterinary Care, Dr. T's incomparable, compassionate, and dedicated team of veterinary caregivers are there to help your pet live a healthy life. Their progressive approach to veterinary medicine and curbside protocol provides your pet high-quality medicine and service and their pet parents' peace of mind. For more information about Progressive Veterinary Care's commitment to pet medicine and your pet online, it's ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. This is Amanda Mobley, guard for your Rider Bronx. Ask Alexa to play 107.7 The Bronx Retro to hear all Rider women's home games and select road games this season exclusively on WRRC2. You're listening to Rider Women's Basketball only on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2, and we're back here getting into some more second period action with 4.46 left on the clock. Timeout called there by Ryder. The score, 23-30 to 30, Niagara. Sorry, 30-23 to 23, Niagara. You know, again, Ben, I, I just said it right before we came back on. A very winnable game here for the Bronxes. Mm-hmm. A couple adjustments need to be made. You know, they got to find a way to start dicing right through that full-court press defense by Niagara. It's, you know, it is that one that has been said to be one of the most dangerous in the nation, and obviously you see yeah. why that is. Um, but, again, you know, you got to take advantage of a lot of your open men out there. you got to make those quick passes. You know, if you're Coach Milligan, you're a veteran coach. You know, you have the experience. You've seen them play. You know, you got to try to find a way now where you can get your team mm-hmm. open, you know, even just, you know, give them a matchup that they can outrun and get them across the half. Yeah, Bronx are doing real good shooting. Just haven't had a, that many opportunities. As Bruins has is totally just going to fumble the ball and it's going to go out of bounds. You know, to be fair, tough pass by Manning over there, yeah. Yeah, 14 turnovers so far for the Bronx this game. It's going to be the tail of the tape here. The Bronx aren't able to pull this one out just because they turn the ball over so many times. Here's Angel Parker right here on the right wing. Drives past Hyacinth. Gives it off to a cutting Hicks. Here's Hyacinth, tries the layup again, misses it once again. Angel Parker grabs the miss. Yeah, we keep we can't keep getting those wide open runs right there. Just that, that easy fast break and then missing that layup. Angel Parker spins, passes it out to Hicks, and Hicks misses it. Whistle's gonna be blown. It's gonna remain. It's gonna be a foul call on Rutledge. It's gonna go the Bronx way. Molly Lynch grabs the rebound. Getting highly defended there on their side of the court. Mobley cross-court pass. Successfully gets at the fireball. This is at the Hyacinth on the wing, who gives it back to Mobley. Molly Lynch is open there on the left wing. Mobley decides not to pass. Arm bar called by the ref. Just a lot of whistles. So many whistles. You know, Amanda Mobley did a really good job there trying to find out the lane. You know, just... Taking the ball herself, attacking that rim. Again, let them get into foul trouble. You know, you're one more away from the bonus. Three minutes left. So that could honestly be the key to trying to come back in this game now. When you're down by nine. You got to start making the adjustment quick. Mm-hmm. Mobley going to do the inbounding here. Gets it the fireball. Fireball almost loses it. Retains possession. Gets it to Hyacinth. Two me down low around mid-range. Passes out the fireball. Fireball with a little bit of a mismatch. Puts up the layup, but it's no good. Rebounded by you know, Falcon. You know, with the amount of times that they do reach, it, you think it's almost impossible that they never get the foul call for it. Parker tips, or Toomey tips, and it goes out of bounds. Good awareness there by Toomey to knock away the 
the pass. It's genuinely almost impressive. If I could look back and see how many times we've gotten a turnover off of a quick little reach in oh and watch all of them and see how many of them were actually reaches or not. And there's a bucket there by Falcon. She gets the pass right to her, just puts it up, and it's good. And there's the type of pass you've got to be careful that you don't do, but it successfully gets to Fireball. Fireball. Hey, we're in bonus territory. Yeah, Fireball passed it to Hyacinth, and Hyacinth missed, but you got fouled. Yeah, Amanda Mobley's trying to chest pass that, you know, halfway across the court. You know what? Honestly, load the cannon back, let that thing fly. I mean, yeah, it successfully got the Fireball, but sometimes, you know, half full court passes might not work. As Hyacinth makes the first free throw. Bringing the, the Bronx within eight. Here's the shot, the shot is up, and it's good. Hyacinth makes both. Yeah, I mean, you gotta take advantage of this now, being in the bonus. You gotta see how they start playing differently, if they do, and if they don't, you know, really start to try and take that foul. Here's Hicks, working her way around the Bronx defense. Fat passes it. Here's Angel Parker spinning down low in the paint, puts it up, and it's good. I mean, she is just a bucket, you know, straight from that driving play right there. Angel Parker give her seven points and six assists and three rebounds. Mobley almost loses it, finds Hyacinth, who gives it back to Mobley. Mobley calling out a play. Fireball sets the screen. Doesn't do her any good as Parker remains on, on Mobley. And here's Fireball, working her way inside of the paint, puts it up, no good, rebounded by Lynch. He's gonna pass it out to Mobley, who puts up the shot, no good. And it's gonna go off Hyacinth's ankle and out of bounds and yeah, into the Niagara one. Dance team. Yeah, it's definitely a tough one. I mean, again, Niagara is really doing a good job of not letting us get the room, but you gotta make that adjustment somewhere. You know, you're able to hang around with them there in the first period, keep it a close game. You're starting to let them run away here, and obviously, yeah, you know, you got an entire half of basketball left, but it's gotta start somewhere. You gotta got start getting those open looks. You know, switch mm -hmm. up the offense a little bit, see what you can do to get those open looks, but, you know, clearly running that same scheme isn't gonna keep working. Here's Hicks, passes it to Angel Parker. Angel Parker thinking about a three, but she shoots it. Well, she thought about it. Yeah, she thought about it and then decided to pull it. Oh, a little bit of a dog pile down there in the paint. It's gonna be a jump ball and it's and gonna belong. That does not go Bronx way. Oh, they are gonna give it to Ryder. Yeah, definitely nice. should have. Maya Heisen had that one cleaned down on the floor. Again, man, it's just this, it's this full court defense here. You know, you, mm -hmm. you know, if you're Coach Milligan, start watching, see how they move, see, you know, if they're sticking with whoever they're guarding. Because, again, I seriously think, you know, moving the majority of our team down the court could help spread them out. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice behind the back dribble there by Schiffer. Here's Mobley, Aaliyah Parker on her. Here's Mobley. Finds a Toomey down low. It's gonna get deflected by Hicks. Yeah, let, let him foul. Let him foul. You know, you gotta start chipping away at the lead here. Yeah, you Down by 11 it. at this point. You gotta start getting these foul calls because this is where we can start to score some points off this aggressive Niagara defense. Toomey at the line, making our first appearance at the line today. First shot is up, 
and it's good. A beautiful left-handed release. Mm -hmm. Love talking about that left-handed release. Bronx cut the the Niagara lead to 10. To me, her second shot is up, and it is good. She's gonna make it nine. Bronx have been flawless today from the line, four for four. You know, I do like seeing them kind of keep Maya high, something you know, on the edge of her feet, out on the court right now. I think against Angel Parker, she really is a good matchup with her speed. Here's Falcon down low, working on Toomey. That does her no good. Hyacinth grabs the deflection, and here's Mobley working her way down court. Thank fireball you. was open for three. Hyacinth's now open for three. She shoots, and she scores. Dang! Maya Hyacinth making a name for herself out there in the mm -hmm. low corner. Maya That's just a really good shot. Again, a really good look. Again, you know, you're seeing it a lot here. The Bronx got to make sure the eyes are down court because Michaela Fireball was open for a good amount of time there before mm -hmm. that ball gets to her. You, know, you get that ball earlier, you know, you're going to have a lot more chances of these wide-open looks. And here's Falcon down low. The whistle's going to be blown. It's going to be on highest end, it looks like. Really? Not too sure about that one. I didn't see much. Yeah, showing that beautiful shot by Maya Hyacinth up there on the screen one more that time. That's nice. Doing a really good, you know, again, you gotta keep your eyes down court so you do see that open man. When they do run that double team, you know what that means? Somebody will always be open. You gotta be able to find them. And we do like making those long, you know, cross-court passes, so we're very capable. The inbound gets to Aaliyah Parker, who passes it to Hicks. Hicks driving in. Falcon down low, the ball gets tossed around, and it's gonna go out of bounds, belong to the Bronx. 27 point seconds left here in the second period. Ryder down six. Despite the craziness going down here at the Jim Whelan boardwalk call, the Bronx are still in this game. Here's Hyacinth. Passes it off to Mobley. Mobley. Back to Hyacinth and Hyacinth back to Mobley. 10 seconds on the shot clock now or the game clock. Hyacinth trying to find an opening. Whistle's gonna be blown. Looks like it's gonna be on the Purple Eagles. Send her to the line for two. See if we can do this every period. Yeah, I think that, you know, Keep so it close far, and then get to the getting, line. Yeah, getting six free throws out of this, you know, putting them in foul trouble. Seven seconds left here. You know, it's pretty ideal. Uh, I do like to see it, honestly, bit of a bit of a stretch here, but, you know, keep your Bronx on this side of the court for this next seven seconds here. You know, make them do a full court press so you can get a quick little turnaround play, but, you know, make sure that they're staying tight on their man. Hyacinth at the line. See if she can continue the trend. And, oh. I gotta make one. Gotta make one. That's what we always say. Hyacinth trying to bring the Bronx within five. Heading into halftime, that'll be a great, great second half. And she does. Yeah, now, again, I would like to see the Bronx stay down. And it looks like they are here for the last seven. And here comes Hicks sprinting down. Gets a wide open layup to go. Yep. Now what you want to do there. Again, I think keeping all five people back on our side of the court right there. I mean, you kept Michaela Fireball. You kept Shift. You kept Hyacinth. You, you, you got to be a little bit quicker about that. And you got to get in front of them as well. You kind of see you're just letting her run around mm -hmm. the alley. They're throwing your hands up. You I'm have a foul to move. spare. You've <laughs> yeah. got a foul to spare. Mm -hmm. You know, if you foul, you know, eh, whatever. Bring them down to your side of the court. But you get a chance to reset your defense entirely. So I think on that one, if you do keep your goals mm -hmm. back, you got to be a little more aggressive I on agree. that. Stop them totally. You know, so what? Three seconds go by. If they're about to run over the half, just get a hand in there. You get a lucky tap off without a bounce. Same situation. You get a foul, whatever. Now they're on your side of the court, but you get to reset your defense. Mm -hmm. Owen is preaching the word here. And Jim and Borg will call. We're, we'll be back. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, then we'll break it down at the halftime show. 
Keep it tuned. The WRRC2 will be back with more Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. 1077 The Bronx Campus Traditions are underwritten by Yoka's Food Truck and Catering Services for festivals, community events, and fundraisers in New Jersey. Yoka's is not your average food truck. Occupying a big yellow family-owned trailer, Yoka's is sure to be a fan favorite for your family and friends. With high-quality food and unmatched service, Yoka's has a giant menu to satisfy your gang's colossal cravings with breakfast, lunch, and dinner on demand. Fear not picky eaters, everyone will find something they love at this world-class food trailer. Yoka's catering packages can feed in entire block party with mains, sides, drinks, and desserts, all perfected by their friendly and capable chefs. Whether your event is big or small, Yoka's has you covered with their famous eggplant parmesan, juicy burgers, fries, pork or leg and cheese sandwiches, and more. No stress or sweat involved with Yoka's at the party. They put out the fires while you put out all the stops. If you're looking for a service to cook up a storm at your next event, look no further than Yoka's food truck and catering. To see their menu online, it's yokas.com. That's yokas.com. Ryder Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2B Strong Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bay Builder, North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Ready, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro Bar. Now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's B2Bistro.com. 20 minutes down, 20 to go. This is the Ryder Women's Basketball Halftime Show, exclusively on WRRC2. While the Bronx are in the locker room discussing their plans for the second half, let's toss it back to Owen McCarran, Ben Chennault, and Jared Brito to break down and analyze the first 30 minutes of Lady Bronx action, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Your Pet Matters and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care. 390 County Road, 518 Skillman. Happy birthday! Look at this Oh my goodness, a kitten! Let's name him Mini Kitty! Jack, how do I tell Mom I failed my math test? Look at us, Bean. We just moved to a brand new big city. <laughs> Honey, Brandon broke up with me. Mini Kitty, Jack, Bean, Honey, are you okay? okay? Our pets are there for us when we most need them. So why not thank their unconditional love with unconditional care? At Progressive Veterinary Care, Dr. T's incomparable, compassionate, and dedicated team of veterinary caregivers are there to help your pet live a healthy life. Their progressive approach to veterinary medicine and curbside protocol provides your pet high-quality medicine and service and their pet parents' peace of mind. For more information about Progressive Veterinary Care's commitment to pet medicine and your pet online, it's ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. 
You're listening to Ryder Women's Basketball only on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Let's talk about this first half of play as the Bronx are down by seven. Score is 38 to 31. Just, just, just a bit of a tough game, no? Yeah, just a lot of You know what? Uh, a lot of props to the Bronx right now. Uh, the Bronx, sorry. They're, they're, they're keeping it close. They're keeping it close. You know, as long as you keep this game within 10 here, and right now they are within seven, you know, there's always potential for a good comeback win. And, you know, they're going to go into the half, and I'm hoping Coach Milligan and the coaching staff have been watching, you know, so they can come out ready for, you know, the adjustment that has to be made. I mean, so, and, and what I personally think that is, it's it's mainly on the defensive end, mm-hmm. right? I mean, on the defensive end, you're seeing a lot of drive-in plays there. Angel Parker, she, she again, I said it earlier, she's a bucket. You know, yeah. she'll, she'll drive in, quick spin move, and she'll take that mid-range shot straight away, and she'll make it every time. Yeah, and we talk. Go on, I'm gonna, uh, That sounds like you want to keep going. Well, no, I was just going to say, you know, Angel Parker's having, you know, a hell of a day. Six for 12 from the field goal right now. Obviously, you know, not shooting any threes right there. Or, oh, I'm sorry, that's a lie, Parker. Six for 12 from the field goal today. She's having, again, a really amazing day, and she's putting Toomey, like, to the test today. Toomey's got to be able to, you know, use her size and strength to her advantage there. Just kind of, again, put her hands up. Put her, get a body on. You know, don't let her buy you. If your hands are up and she wants to push you down, let her. Take that foul because, as we've seen, they can very easily get into foul trouble and we can start to kind of claw back into this game here. Excuse me. And then Angel Parker as well, you know, three for nine from the field goal, one for four from the three. Definitely, you know, probably not her highest scoring game, but as far as, you know, getting the ball around and facilitating, she's doing a really good job of that as well. You know, and on the defensive end as well, she's doing a really good job with those steals today. And the entire team overall, they're doing a really good job of making sure that we turn over the ball on that inbound as well. That two back-to-back cannot happen for the pace of this game. For the rest of this game, we cannot have two back-to-back turnovers. You've got to be able to get it across the half. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, I just want to say, like, the Bronx, you know, when they get the ball and they get a good possession out of it, you know, they make it count. But yes. when they when they turn the ball over, you know, it doesn't give them a shot to score, obviously. But when they do get that opportunity to score, they have done very well. For the game, they're shooting 42% from the field, 55% from three. They've made six for 11. So they've just been unconscious, unconscious so far shooting the ball. They just haven't gotten the opportunities to do so. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and you really do see the shooting potential from the Bronx today being, you know, they're looking really good out there. I mean, you look at the numbers that Michaela Fireball's putting up today, two for three from, from the three and four for eight from the field goal, and then everybody else is putting up numbers, but Michaela Fireball really is making the difference mm-hmm. this game. Yeah. We've had a lot of missed looks down in the paint, which, Ben, I'm, I'm going to say it once, cannot happen. Yep. Cannot happen. Maya High is missing two back-to-back fast-break layups. Cannot mm-hmm. happen. It, it is a required thing that you make those layups. And again, on the one, she lets Angel Parker come up right, right from behind. She's quick. You know, she's speedy. She gets a good block there. Sophia Bruins is calling for the foul. I hate to say it. That's not a foul. That's all ball right there. you got to close yourself off to their defender as well just so you can attack the rim without having to worry about them swatting the ball away. And then if you do close yourself off to that defender, you'll be able to, you know, draw that foul a little bit easier if they want to swat you. Yep. So it's just, you know, I think little adjustments here and there on both ends of the court right now uh, are really going to make a difference in the pace of this game, especially the score. Mm-hmm. The Purple Eagles have done a good job of containing Amanda Mobley, you know, after her 20-point performance yesterday. Um, and she shot... I think to- 12 total baskets so far um, last game. So far, she's only shot three field goals and two three-pointers. So I'd like to see Mobley see if she can get that jump shot going. Doesn't necessarily have to come from her driving into the paint because obviously the Purple Eagles are not allowing her to do that. But 
we all know that Mobley has that ability to, you know, shoot it from anywhere on the court and make it. So Yes, I agree 100%. I think today for Mobley, you know, just in the first half of that game, she really is just taking that point guard approach, you know, getting the ball down, passing, making good plays, mm -hmm. and, you know, just finding that wide-open guy. If we are going to talk about that wide-open player, Ben, I've said it a few times so far, I think once each period here, you know, if they're going to run that full-court uh, uh, defense there and they're going to double-team you past the half, somebody's got to be open. You know, it leaves definitely somebody open, whether it's out in the corner. I think the Brock seem to start taking a little bit more advantage of that, you know. Kind of keep your guys just a little bit closer than they are so you aren't making, you know, that, you know, tough, difficult cross-pass court, uh, sorry, cross-court pass there. But they got to be able to keep their eyes down the court so that they can find that open man when being double-teamed. Mm -hmm. And so far on the inbound, I think they have improved a little bit on that. You know, we have seen them get it across the court a lot easier towards the later stages of that second period right there. But in terms of getting double-teamed past the half, it is still kind of a, a bit of a kryptonite for us right now. we got to be able to find that open man more consistently. And you saw a really good example of that is when Mobley found Michaela Fireball wide open, good dish to highest in, in the corner right after, and wide open three. I mean, banked it too. I mean, not banked it, sorry. Well, sunk it. So, yeah. you know, you got to be able to find that wide open man more consistently than we are right now. I agree. Um, we also kind of, like, talked during the broadcast about how um, if we can draw the foul, a lot more in like the later stages of this game and if we're still kind of in striking distance then that could be a difference maker because obviously they're gonna bite on a lot of things that we do if they're trying to go for that steal and if we can get them in the penalty and get them in the bonus then that's where the Bronx can kind of cut into this lead in the later stages but for now they gotta keep doing keep doing what they're doing you know they've, they've done a good job you know, scoring 31 points so far in the first half, shooting very well from the field. They just got to, you know, fix up the defense, fix up the precision passing. Don't let them just take it away from you. We just saw that those two possessions on our side of the court where they just stole the ball in back-to-back -back, um, inbounds. That just can't happen, you know. That's yeah. I mean, that's one of those things that, again, they're going to have to shut down. We've mm -hmm. talked a lot about Coach Milligan's approach to the halftime talk there before they come out for the third and fourth period. And, you know, we usually have a lot of really good things to say. The Bronx usually do come out with quite a good bit of energy, you know, a really good approach to the rest of the game. But uh, this is one where they have to come out with a really good approach. Mm -hmm. they got to come out knowing what the adjustment is. they got to come out knowing, you know, hey, we, we think that this is the weakness. We're going to try to exploit that or come out saying this is their weakness. We're going to exploit it. And so far, Ben, I think, you know, we did mention it. It's that foul trouble. You know, with how aggressive of a team Niagara is, you can get them caught into foul trouble. You know, on those reaches, try to, you know, push your hand a little more, mm -hmm. you know, try to rush up on them a lot faster because if you give them a lot of space to reach and just get the ball, you know, rather than maybe swat your, your wrist or your elbow a little bit there, you're just going to keep giving them those free turnovers. You know, it's got to be something that we definitely adjust to. And as well as the dribbling as well, we cannot afford to let that ball get away yeah. from us. you got to keep those dribbles tight. you got to keep them tight. You know, if you want to split the men like Amanda Mobley's, you know, if you want to split the defenders like Amanda Mobley has tried doing multiple times now, and out of the times I've seen her do it about five or six times now, I think two or three have been just blatant turnovers, you know, because, again, that's how they play. They play that reach-in. So if you want to run between them, you're giving them what they want. Yeah. So I think they they got to do a much better job of keeping that dribble tight and moving quick down the court. Yeah, I would agree. If they take away that, then the Bronx can really start to find themselves back into this game. So with about four minutes and 40 seconds until the players come back out to play the second half, we're going to take a quick break here. Keep it tuned to WRRC2. We'll be back with more Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro.
Mental Fitness on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance. Reasons of teen drug and alcohol abuse is peer pressure and self-medication. 46% of 12th graders have been drunk at least once in their life. Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance creates and designs educational programs and events to get the community involved to help members of Lawrence Township adversely affected by alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. Lada is compromised of a Mercer Council on Alcoholism and Drug Addiction whose desire is to help prevent alcohol and drug-related problems. Lada events and programs include the Campfire Boys and Girls programs for elementary and secondary students. If you want to get involved, meetings are held the last week of each month in the manager's conference room at the Lawrence Township Municipal Building. For more information on the Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance, its mission statement, programs, and a complete calendar of events, visit the Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance page at lawrencetwp.com slash alcoholism and drug addiction. 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro's campus traditions are underwritten by Sky Zone Hamilton. 17 Quaker Bridge Plaza Drive, Hamilton. Jump into the action at Sky Zone, the perfect place for spontaneous fun, parties, and events for people of all ages. Whether you're 4 or 40, Sky Zone has something for you. Parents, bring your growing kids to the brand new Little Ninja or Little Leapers program Sunday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. or leave the kids at home and bring your friends for the showdown of a lifetime. Ultimate Dodgeball. At Sky zone everyone is free to have fun like a little kid with 12 different attractions and specialized programs sky zone has thought of it all to provide you with the most stress relieving experience ever play to your strengths try sky zones air court parkour blocks ninja warrior course free jump and more the best part everyone is welcome glow all out every friday and saturday night at glow with laser lights glow lights and a live dj for more information and to learn more about sky zone hamilton mercer county's premier indoor entertainment and recreation facility it's skyzone.com forward slash Hamilton. Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza. Man, this party sucks. I know, right? Clowns, face painting, it's like they think we're children. Doesn't the host know we're college students? We're practically grown-ups now. Whoa. What's that? I think that's, that's... Yeah, that's DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza Truck. A pizza truck? I didn't even know those existed. Look how beautiful it is. The DiLorenzo's Pizza Truck offers tomato pies on the go. You get to pick everything from any pie on the menu and all the toppings. Perfect timing, too. I'm starving. What can I say? Delos the Berg is the word. You can say that again. Delos the Berg is the word. Let's go grab a slice. De Lorenzo's the Berg food truck is perfect for any and all gatherings, birthday parties, campus events, weddings, graduations, you name it. Share the love with your guests with pizza, rolls, salads, and more. Turn your party upside down and become the hostess with the mostest with De Lorenzo's the Berg food trucks. Ryder Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bayfielder, North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Ready, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. 
See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar. Now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's B2Bistro.com. 1077 The Bronx Retro's Got Game. This is Michaela Fireball, guard for your Lady Bronx. Listen to all of our Rider home games and select road games this season on Odyssey and only on WRRC2. We're back with more Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. About five seconds left here on that halftime, you know, break clock. Ryder and Niagara both back out on the court right now, just finishing up their final team huddles here. Ben, again, you know, we've ran down that first half action. We broke it down for everybody. There's a lot that needs to happen in these next yeah. two periods, here, these next 20 minutes here that, that are crucial to, you know, the outcome of this game right now. And I think it all does really start with Ryder. Yeah, I totally agree. This this game is within striking distance. You know, we just talked about different ways that we could potentially break down that full-court defense, full-court press, whatever you want to call it, ball attack. I mean, they're just, just magnets towards wherever the ball is. So let's see if the Bronx can kind of figure out a way to slow him down a bit. And play has resumed. Here's O'Neal. She's going to pass it. Here's the who's going to be in the way here. <laughs> Angel Parker. Rutledge now. There's Yell. going to be a foul called here in the paint, though. Yeah, Rutledge tried to dish that one down to Yell in the paint there. It looked like Yell did a little push-off action, so it's going to be Ryder Ball now. Here's Mobley doing the inbound. Fireball gets it. Not as much press as we've seen in the first half, so it's going to allow Fireball to kind of have an easy way getting up, and Toomey's going to put it up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Didn't set her feet. Kind of just kept moving. If she set her feet and put it up, could have been an easy layup for Toomey, but she misses and got rid by the Purple Eagles, and then they come on the other side of the court, and they score. Angel Parker's just a bucket, dude. But we already talked about missing those, you know, the, those layups right there, especially the wide-open uh, trans, uh, transition players. So you just can't miss those. Good pass. And that's how you do it too, yeah. down low for the bucket. Bruins has a little pump fake layup right there. You know, Niagara does seem to jump on a lot of these, so maybe that is the new strategy. Mm -hmm. Bruins has done a really good job there, faking her out. Trying to go up and also get the foul. I mean, yeah, you can only wonder, you know, if Toomey had taken a little pump fake herself, would she have drawn the foul, you know, because, you know, Parker was coming up from behind her, could have been over the back potentially. Mm -hmm. Here's the yell, passing it to Angel Parker. Who's thinking about a three and shoots it. No good. Rebounded by Bruinches. Oh, almost lost it. And it's still going to belong to the Bronx. Angel Parker kind of took it away from Bruinches when she went for the rebound. Yeah, I don't really see how anyone would argue that that isn't the Bronx ball. Yeah. Considering, you know, it kind of was slapped away by Niagara there. But I understand. Here's Fireball with it. Taking it up the court for the Bronx. Bronx down by seven. Here's Schiffer. Looking away around the Purple Eagles defense. Drives in. Gets it stripped away. And another foul on the Purple Eagles. Yeah, keep that aggressive approach there, Schiffer. I mean, I really do mm -hmm. like that play right there. Saw that you got a little bit of space there after, you know, kind of losing Angel Parker for a moment. Takes that ball right to the right to the rim there. Good yeah. job drawing that foul. It is going to be on the floor though, so but still a really good job getting that foul. This is the trouble that we need them to get in. Here's Fireball puts it up and it is good. Nice shot there by Fireball. It's a good finish at the rim. Here come the Purple Eagles bringing it up. Bronx within five. 
are very much in this game. Good start for the Bronx, getting a lot of easy looks. It's always a good sign. Here's Leah Parker on the wing. Schiffer guarding her closely. She's going to dish it off to her sister, or not her sister, her friend O'Neal. <laughs> They're probably friends, right? Uh, you, you never know what goes on in the locker room. Anyway, Leah Parker shoots it. No good. Almost rebounded by the Ooh, Bronx. They yeah. have Bruin Chess and Toomey down there, but couldn't come down with it. Yeah, got to jump for that one. I mean, look at the size on Bruin Chess there. Put your hands it's up. Jump. Yeah, jump, come down with it. You know, if you got it clean, let them get. Let them try to go for that jump ball there. It'll come back our way. Mm -hmm. Purple Eagles with it. Yell driving in. Puts it up, and it is no good. This time it's going to be deflected off Mobley. Yeah. Bronx just can't cleanly come down with the layup or the rebound. Yeah, that one's tough there. I mean, Immobile is kind of just in the way of that one. Would have been out on Niagara there, but you know, she's trying to grab that ball. There's Angel Parker resetting here. Dribbles at around half court. Mobley closely guarding Parker. Parker drives in. Hop step. No good. And the Bronx are going to lose the rebound. Can't see what's going on here. The hoop's in the way. Bruins has gonna have a jump ball here. Yeah, you know, you see Bruinches and uh, Toomey kind of just trying to knock that ball away there. And again, I think if you go up using your size and you come down with a clean rebound, again, let them go for that jump ball. You know, if we got that clear possession first, you know, that, 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 that can most likely come our way after. Here's Mobley bringing it up, trying to get past oh. this defense. She does. Here's Fireball's wide open. She shoots the three, shots up, and it is no good. Goes behind the hoop somehow. That's a bad bounce off the rim there. <laughs> not sure how that unfolded. You know, not a bad shot. Really good look as well. Getting the ball Very good the look. wide open. Just bounces right off the back end of the rim, straight up and over the, net, uh, the backboard there. So that one's going to be Niagara's now. I am curious to see if the Bronx, you know, would ever try to adapt that kind of aggressive defense during this game to see if you could play their own game here and, you know, put them under some pressure and see how they play. Here is the Purple Eagles ball here. Elliot Parker is going to pass it out. No good. Got to be quicker on that rebound, rebound by right Hicks. There. Hicks drives in, passes it out to Neal and gets called for the travel. Yeah, you know, a lot of what we don't do, especially in the defensive end there, and I just saw it from Jessica Schiffer specifically, is, you know, she kind of just, when the shot goes up, she kind of just turns her, her head to the rim there. She's not really looking to see if any of Niagara's players are coming in to box them out there. And that's exactly why O'Neal was able to get that easy rebound right there. And Fireball gets it and gets it to go. A nice play there by Fireball to get the easy look. That's look, a great fast break on Michaela Fireball. Looks like the... Purple Eagles are going to call a timeout here. Bronx within three. We're going to take a quick break, then we'll be right back. Keep it tuned to WRRC2. We'll be back with more Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. Master your finances on 107.7 The Bronx so is underwritten hungry. by Certified Wealth God. Management and Investment Princeton. Yeah, In a society that runs too. on money, you need to know and understand what's happening with yours. Certified Wealth Management and Investment will guide you on the path to financial well-being and show you how to make your money work for you. Kurt Baker, a certified financial planner professional, will work with you to establish a detailed goal-based plan that will accommodate your financial needs and exceed your financial expectations. Kurt will also help you navigate the 
the often confusing world of retirement, Medicare, insurance, and more. CWMI is a registered investment advisory company focused on personal financial planning, as well as small business planning, estate planning, and several other fee-based and non-fee-based services. For more information on how to reach your financial peace of mind with certified wealth management and investment by phone, it's 609-716-4700 or online at cwmi.us. That's cwmi.us. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese-style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. When you listen to Bronx basketball this season on 107.7 The Bronx Red Train, you score big. This is power forward Tony Ramirez. You can find WRRC2, my tuning, as easy as I find my shot during the game. We're back with more Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Score here is 40 to 37. Six minutes and 32 seconds is on the clock here in the third period. The Bronx still in their timeout, discussing what they want to do here. I mean, this game has been close. It has been close this whole time. Just the Purple Eagles doing what they do on defense. Bronx doing what they do on offense. Just two powerhouses in their own categories going at it. That's why this game's been within distance for each team this whole time. Yeah. I mean, you know what? They're doing a really good job right now, kind of clawing back at that lead there. Excuse me for the delay. I was kind of zoning out. I was looking at the scoreboard here. Okay. It's okay. Listen, you know, 37-40, they've done a really good job of, you know, again, climbing back from that lead here. You're going to see, yeah, it's Niagara Ball right now. They're going to be bringing it up. And I I think so far the adjustment, it's kind of there. It's kind of there. You can definitely see that it has been made. Mm -hmm. They do have kind of a workaround with everything Niagara's throwing at them right now. So, again, you know, as we get into these last six minutes of the third here, and then you got the entire fourth, I'm curious to see how the Bronx will continue to adjust and progress past whatever Niagara's throwing at them. All right, let's see what they got. This looks like it's going to be Hicks, Jones, Parker, O'Neill, and Rutledge out here on the court for the Purple Hawks. Schiffer, Mobley, Fireball, Toomey, and Bruinches for the Bronx. Oh, the Purple Eagles miss a wide-open layup, but Aaliyah Parker's there for the putback. As here they go with their little full-court defense. Fireball successfully grabs the inbound. Mobley storms past Aaliyah Parker, who is slow to cover her. And the ball is going to get deflected yeah, and saw her belong just, to the Purple Eagles. Yeah, you saw it was a good pass from Amanda Mobley to Michaela Fireball there. She just tries to attack the paint a little too quick there. I think she could have probably stopped right outside the wing, you know. She had a lot of time from the clock, but tries to whip that one around for a good dribble. Just kind of lets go of it. Slings that one out of bounds. Here's Jones with the ball on the wing. Who's going to pass it back to Hicks. Parker sets the screen. Back to Jones. Parker, back to Jones. 
craziness. Oh, my Foul. God. The Ooh. rebounding today. I mean, listen, Jessica Schiffer's got to do a better job of trying to get in front of that Niagara player down there. I mean, listen, if you want to leave O'Neal wide open with pain every time, be my guest. But, you know, you're not going to win a game like that. you mm -hmm. got to be able to know who's in front of you, and you got to make the effort to get in front of them and box them out, right? If you're going to let her go for the rebound and say, oh, you know what, maybe I can just hit it out of her hand. Maybe I can just go up from behind her. No, you're going to draw the foul every time. You're going to draw the foul every time. You're going to send a good shooter to the line right now. Bronx have to do a better job of looking at the Niagara players around the paint, trying to get in front of them, making an active effort to do so and getting a good rebound. Here's O'Neal with the shot. No good. That first one's no good. Nice give there for the Bronx. And you know what? Game is still within five here. You know, if she makes this, we're going down by six now. Still, again, within reach. A very scratchable lead here. Second shot is no good. Rebounded by Molly Lynch. Nice gift there. See if the Bronx can capitalize here as they're trying to get it past the half court. Mobley gets hit. Allows Lynch to be open. See if the Bronx can use that to their advantage. Mobley. It's open. Finds Bruinches down low. Toomey with the mismatch. Can't finish the layup. But Lynch is going to grab the rebound. And it's going to pass to the fireball who then passes it to Mobley. Mobley driving in. Almost loses it. Toomey. Bruin Toomey down low, kind of forced it. How are we it. not getting anything on that right now? I mean, you've got Niagara players coming in from out of nowhere, pushing their left, like just fully lowering a shoulder into our players, hands out, trying to get a grab on that ball there. I mean, she ran right through Toomey, right into her. I mean, I understand going for a steal, but if you're going to run your body into one of the defenders to try to get a steal, you know, that's just not how you play basketball. I don't understand how that much contact isn't going, you know, it's going unnoticed. Got another timeout here, so we'll take another break. Keep it tuned to WRRC2. We'll be back with more Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by More Than Q. Route 1 North, Princeton. Offering new twists and barbecue fusions to match and satisfy your modern cravings. Their devotion to their craft is what makes the perfect smoky meat and being sticklers for the perfect pairing. More Than Q has crafted homemade sauces to amplify your dining experience. Give your food more TLC with sauces like Carolina, Kansas City Sweet Belly, South Carolina mustard and Alabama white all bottled in-house add that to the perfect southern side and get a taste of Texas cooking in Princeton they have meat cooked by the pound sandwiches salads sides and desserts more than Q bringing more to your barbecue to find out more about more than Q it's getforky.com that's getforky.com under restaurants more than Q Texas style barbecue in Princeton 1077, the Bronx campus traditions are underwritten by Yoka's food truck and catering services for festivals, community events, and fundraisers in New Jersey. Yoka's is not your average food truck. Occupying a big yellow family owned trailer, Yoka's is sure to be a fan favorite for your family and friends. With high quality food and unmatched service, Yoka's has a giant menu to satisfy your gang's colossal cravings with breakfast, lunch, and dinner on demand. Fear not picky eaters, everyone will find something they love at this world class food trailer. Yoka's catering packages can feed an entire Entire block party with mains, sides, drinks, and desserts, all perfected by their friendly and capable chefs. Whether your event is big or small, Yoka's has you covered with their famous eggplant parmesan, juicy burgers, fries, pork or leg and cheese sandwiches, and more. No stress or sweat involved with Yoka's at the party. They put out the fires while you put out all the stops. If you're looking for a service to cook up a storm at your next event, look no further than Yoka's food truck and catering. See their menu online at yokas.com. That's yokas.com. 
1077 The Bronx Retro's Got Game. This is Michaela Fireball, guard for your Lady Bronx. Listen to all of our Rider home games and select road games this season on Odyssey and only on WRRC2. We're back with more Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. After a quick little timeout there, 42-37 Niagara. Once again, Ryder keeping this game within scratching distance here. Pretty close so far. Really impressive stuff that they are able to do with their looks on offense today. Again, a lot of the numbers are showing it. we got Fireball with 14, Bruinchez with 5, Mobley with 3, Toomey and Heisen for 6, and Schiffer for 3. Again, Schiffer really not seeing much of, much of her today from the shooting aspect of the game. So curious to see if she'll start getting the green light as this game, you know, continues to progress here. We're going to see Manhattan ball down on their side of the court right now as they're going to start this inbound here. Bit of spread out defense here. Bronx still running that zone defense that we're very familiar with seeing them do. And uh, after that bit of uh, confusion there from the refs, we're going to get right back into it. Here comes the Purple Eagles, fresh out of the media timeout. See what they can do here. So hopefully the Bronx can shut down whatever they're trying to do. Here's Hicks. Finds Parker down low, just outside of the paint. Passes it, can't find anything. Jones. Purple Eagles passing it around the three-point arc. Bronx doing a very good job of containing them. Hicks on the wing. Can't find anything there either. One second on the shot clock. Parker's shot is up. No good. Re good rebound by Molly Lynch. Here's Mobley driving. Fireball. Full court oh! pass out of the hands of Fireball. Couldn't bring it in. Would have had a wide open layup. Just couldn't finish. It's unfortunate turn of events there for the Bronx. Yeah, I mean, you got to be able to grab that. It's just a really good fast break uh, chance right there. Kill the fireball way ahead of all the Niagara defenders mm -hmm. right there. Gotta, you cannot let that possession slide. Here you go. Bronx looking to get something similar here, but they got to get another stop. Angel Parker finds Falcon. Falcon pulls a midi. No good. Rebounded by Mobley. See if the Bronx can get another good look here. Mobley. Trying to find her way up the court, does. There you go, find that open man. Yeah, finds Bruin Chess, Lynch from the nice crossover there. Dishes it to Mobley. Mobley drives in. Tries to get a foul, but nothing's called. Tuma grabs the rebound, there's the foul. That's gonna be two fouls there for Niagara. Again, you know, we did like, we, we, we like to say that we wanna see them start to play that foul trouble game here with Niagara, you know, let them get aggressive and start going at it. You, you are curious at this point if they made the adjustment to try to limit the amount of fouls they have, but we, we wouldn't really know. We're not really focusing a lot of our energy in the paint right now. I think we do need to start using our size down there in the paint. I mean, you've got Toomey and Bruinches, and first shot by Toomey is good, by the way. Again, that beautiful left-handed release. You've got two really talented big men down there in the paint who can really thrive in the low post from that mid-range shot position as well. And even Bruinches knocking down some threes, so... Mm -hmm. I think that those are two players that, you know, in this situation, we got to start utilizing as well. Toomey makes one of two from the free throw line, ending the Ryder scoring drought. They didn't score a point in the last two minutes and 54 seconds. Still searching for that field goal, though. Nice block by Toomey on Falcon. And the ball's going to get loose, but Aaliyah Parker's going to grab it. Here's Hicks, finds Parker, mid-range, shot is up, and it's no good. Falcon can't grab the rebound, but... Nah, see, too many people got their back turned to that ball right there. Victoria Toomey and Michaela Fireball going for that rebound right there is ultimately what lets them get that second chance point. That's just a bad pass. Away. Good defense on the inbound there by the Purple Eagles. 
Here's Angel Parker drives in. Can't get it to go. Good defense by Bruins. Just down low. Bronx caught a, caught a rebound here. Falcon puts it up and gets the N1. Just Bronx not able to get the rebound. Just yeah, listen, them... and with the size we have out there, I mean, you've got to imagine. I, I, you don't understand why our players won't jump. They're doing this little hip hop. They're doing a little hop. Get up. Get up. <laughs> Touch the rim. Mm -hmm. You know, the moment that ball kind of reaches its peak there and it starts to come back down, you better be up because they have a really strong player down here in the paint as well. I mean, Falcone is big. You know, she's strong. So she'll come down with that ball every time if you let her. Now Falcon does indeed finish the three-point play. Great effort there by the Purple Eagles to get, to get that three-point play. Mobley trying this inbound again. She gets it to Molly Lynch successfully. And the next task is to get it past half court. Oh, she gets double team, and Aaliyah Parker and comes in and gets nothing. the steal. Angel Parker gets it. Three-point shot is up. No good. Grabbed by Hicks. Just, just the Purple Eagles are being a lot more aggressive than the Bronx right here. Angel Parker, good dish to Glover. Foul's going to be called. Yeah, Toomey jumping a little early for that rebound. You kind of saw it right in action right there. She jumped a little bit too early, which allows one of the Niagara players to come up, ultimately get that rebound. But they called it for an over the back, which is good. You know, we'll take a foul in Niagara's name. Here we go. Bronx trying to score here. They haven't scored in about four minutes. Here's Mobley. Gets it. Finds a fireball cutting to the lane. Shot is up and it is good. There you go. The field goal drought has finally ended. Coming off a fireball layup. Bronx down seven with roughly two minutes and ten seconds left to go in the third period. Bronx slowly running out of time here to get a lead. Here's Aaliyah Parker. Passes it. Parker gets it back. Fireball on her. Drives in, spins, shoots, scores. Yeah, nice play got to do Parker a, 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 a better separation. job there on defense, not letting her get that space from me. You know, you got to stay up on her. I mean, if you're a Bronx, you just got to be frustrated. It's got to be like, can I just please take this ball up the court? Yeah, it looks like that one's going to come back the Bronx way, though, as Niagara actually does a little push-off action. Oh, no, I lied. Sorry, I thought it was a, I thought I saw a point towards us. Yeah, I think Fall kind of yeah. pushed, I think. Yep. Here's Hicks. Aaliyah Parker working away inside of the paint. She can't finish. Rebounded by Mobley. And we get nothing off of that. Here's Fireball sprinting down the court. Finds the Schiffer in the corner. And then dishes at the Hyacinth on the wing. Mobley drives in. Nice pass out to a wide-open Fireball who misses it off the front of the rim. It's going to sail out of bounds. Got to stay down there. That ball is no, one no man's land in the corner there. You know, Michaela Fireball. Follow your shot. Get that rebound. Like, you're down nine now at this point in the game. You got a minute 19 left in the third here and one more period of play. Running out of time. This, this, this is crunch time now. You're, mm -hmm. you're already down. You've been down the entire game. Every minute, every second, every play after this counts. Here's Angel Parker slowly taking it up the court. Dribbling with her right hand. Switches over, crosses over. I really wish I could see the play, but this dang mascot's in my way. Here is here's Hicks, puts it up, shoots, no good, rebounded. Yeah, Toomey's got to come down with that rebound right there. 
It's just a lot of contact from the Niagara offense and defense today. I, I don't understand how so much contact is really allowed. You don't really see a lot of other teams playing like this, but with how aggressive Niagara is, you'd think you'd get a couple of you know calls drawn. Amanda Mobley, please watch her behind. There is someone wide open in the corner right there. Good tip and steal by Ryder. There we go. Schiffer gets it. Here's Mobley driving down the court. Trying to get a bucket here before this third period ends. And she does uses the glass to get a nice layup to go in. Bring in the Bronx within seven with 40 seconds left in the third period. Andrew Parker sprinting down the court and finds a Glover down low in the paint, but she gets fouled. And he called on Molly Lynch. Yeah, I mean, that's just really aggressive defense right there. They kind of gave Angel the wide open lane there towards the paint. I don't know if you noticed, but they, they really did just spread out and let her drive straight to the basket there. It's one of those things where you got to be very quick on your transition defense. Everybody needs to get back, and you got to be ready in the paint there. There's Glover. Her first shot is up. Whoa. And it is no good. Kind of a wacky release there. Yeah, you know, the, the fun thing about watching basketball every day is you do see a lot of new releases. Yeah. A lot of different shots. Shot number two here. Her shot is up, and it is good. She does make her second. Purple Eagles up eight. 37.9 seconds left in the third period. Here at the MAC tournament in Atlantic City at the Jim Whelan Boardwalk Hall. Mobley sprinting down the court, finds Schiffer. Passes it out to Molly Lynch. Schiffer might have had a layup, but she decided to pass it out. Mobley passes it to Lynch. Lynch to Schiffer. Schiffer jab steps. Thinks about a three, but decides to drive in instead. Gives it off to Toomey, who finds Mobley on the wing. Mobley drives in. It's only seven seconds left on the clock. We get a good foul call there. We keep this one rider's direction here. Shot clock turned off. 14 seconds left here in this third period. You know, it would be crucial to, again, you know, regardless of the deficit right now, get this final basket, get a yeah. stop. Shot clock is unplugged. Heisen gets it off the right away. Rebound go by up, Lynch. Up. Passes out to Schiffer. Schiffer to Mobley. Mobley for three seconds on the clock. Drives in, puts it up, and it is no good. Deflects right off the back iron. Yeah, and Mobley's going to hit the ground, and we're going to get no foul call there. It seems like every bit of aggressiveness that Niagara is throwing Riders' way right now just goes unseen, uncalled, unnoticed. It really is frustrating to watch. I mean, you see them playing basically football out there, and you sit here at the broadcast's table, and you just wonder why. Yeah. All right, well, the score, 42-50. to 50. Ryder is down by eight, have yet to lead in this game. So we'll see if that changes here in the fourth period. We're going to take a quick break, then we'll be right back. Keep it tuned to WRRC2. We'll be back with more Ryder women's basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. Ryder Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistron Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bayville to North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Ready, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. 
Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar. Now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's B2Bistro.com. Programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Osteria Procaccini. Osteria's kitchen is based on authentic Italian tradition using the freshest, all-natural, organic ingredients available. You can find a plethora of delicious items on their menu like artisan pizzas, handmade pastas, salads, and specialty dishes, all made with quality and hand-selected ingredients. All of Osteria Procaccini's meals are prepared with passion for excellence that you will absolutely enjoy. And all of the food is fresh. No artificial preservatives or additives. Just good old-fashioned, traditionally prepared Italian cuisine made with so much love. Osteria has two locations in Pennington and Crosswicks. If you're looking to eat in tonight, Osteria Procaccini also delivers with DoorDash. Either way you decide to order off Osteria's menu, just get there. To learn more about Osteria Procaccini or to view their menu online, it's getforky.com. That's getforky.com. Listen to the Rider Bronx on your iOS device. This is Center Victoria Toomey. Go to the Apple App Store now to search and download WRRC2 to hear all home games and select road games on 1077 The Bronx Retro. You're listening to Ryder Women's Basketball only on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Uh, the final period is among us here at the Jim Whelan Boardwalk Hall. Can the Bronx continue their season, continue their journey through the through this MAC tournament? The Bronx have not led in this game, but they're only down eight. I mean, they're in striking distance. It's just this Purple Eagles defense has been amazing, but in some ways maybe too amazing and too too aggressive and just the refs are not calling a lot of these high contact plays just really letting the purple eagles get in the bronx comfort and here we go well players resumed here so let's call it mobley passes it to molly lynch who dishes it the fireball down low looks like fireball got fouled while she's trying to catch it finally Oh. Guys, I went on a huge rant while we were off air there about just how poorly this game is being officiated right now. If you were here on the court, you'd think you were watching a football match right now. Something about the refs and just letting the amount of contact that Niagara is putting onto our offense and our defense, it's just its absurd. You wouldn't see a game called like this in any other situation. The pass gets tipped. This is what I'm talking about here. And Schiffer... You can't make that long ball pass. You can't make that long ball pass. You know, to Amanda Mobley, who keeps on a chest pass, that long ball at the half, you, you can't do that. You know, if you're going to do that, put a little bit of oomph into it, throw that arm back, you know, cock it back and just let it fly. But they, they've stolen it almost, I think, three out of the five times that we've done it so far. It's just at what point do you realize it's not working? Yeah, and the Bronx have now turned the ball over 21 times. It's not going to win you a lot of basketball games. Here are the Purple Eagles with their offensive possession. Angel Parker with it. Dish it out to O'Neal on the left wing. Back to Parker. Mobley on her. She's going to pass it to Aaliyah Parker. Aaliyah Parker for three. Catches the side of the rim, but it's going to go out of bounds. Yeah, you know, to the Bronx. I'm curious to see here. I mean, I saw Angel Parker kind of get a little bit trapped up on the wing there. If we double-team her, you know, I am curious to see how exactly Niagara would react to that type of a strategy. Got to get rid of it. There we go. Fireball successfully receives it from Mobley. Mobley sprinting up the court. 
Creates separation off Leah Parker, who's closely on her. Finds Fireball down low. Nice pass and nice Great catch by Mobley. Michaela Fireball. Fireball. Fireball and Mobley as a duo today have been on fire. Mobley with this that, that stellar court vision, finding Michaela Fireball with a, a really good back cut there to the low post and a good reverse layup as well. Yeah, Fireball's got 18 points and Mobley's got nine assists. Nice catch there by Yell. She grabs it, grabs it and puts it up for the layup. Yeah, once again, the Bronx just got to do a better job staying in front of their man there. Mobley trying to make her way up the court. Angel Parker on her closely. Does a couple dribble moves to get by her. Schiffer oh. can't bring it in cleanly. He's got to hold on to that turnover. ball. Angel Parker. Let's see if they can score off this turnover. And they do. Here in these last 10 minutes, every turnover you do, it, 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 it's unacceptable. You cannot afford in these last 10 to let the ball go the other way, especially right off an inbound. Schiffer trying to create something on her own here. She does, she drives in, passes it out to a wide open Molly Lynch. Shot Great is up shot, Molly is Lynch. Good. Wide open on the wing there. That's a really good shot to kind of, you know, bring them right back into this game here. They were down by 11 just now. Now they're down by eight. eight. I said it first. So, <laughs> while you're coughing, which Bronc will be the most valuable player of the game? Excuse me. Stay tuned to 1077 The Bronc Retro, WRRC2 after the game to find out who is tonight's The Bronx MVP of the game during the Ryder Women's Basketball Post Game Show. So, we're going to take a quick break here before we come back into action. So, uh, keep it tuned to WRRC2. We'll be right back with some Ryder Women's Basketball on. 107.7 The Bronx Retro. 107.7 The Bronx Jersey Fresh segment is underwritten in part by the Trenton Farmers Market, operating since 1949, making it Mercer County's oldest and most beloved year-round indoor market. The Farmers Market is open all winter, every Thursday to Saturday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sundays, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Shop the market for fresh produce, mushrooms, fresh meats, poultry and cheeses, breads, and other baked goods and even groceries and bulk dry goods. Dine in or take home delicious barbecue ribs and smokehouse wings, chicken and pork favorites, sandwiches, and Polish delicacies, plus two of Mercer County's favorite vegan eateries. This year's winter pop-up has started and features a wide variety of artists, makers, and crafters with tables filled with jewelry, books, body care products, and a few other flea market finds. There are spaces still available. If you're interested in selling at the market, please email the tfm at gmail.com we look forward to seeing you this winter at the trenton farmers market 960 spruce street in lawrence open thursday to saturday from 9 a.m to 6 p.m and sundays 9 a.m to 3 p.m when you listen to Bronx basketball on 1077 The Bronx Retro, you score big. This is guard Molly Lynch. You can find WRRC2 on my tuner as easy as I find my shot during the game. Welcome to Ryder Bronx Women's Basketball 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. All right, I'm going to break it down for you real quick. Niagara is up 55 to 47. Seven minutes and 45 seconds left in the fourth period here at the MAC tournament in Atlantic City. Uh, the Bronx are coming off a pretty good play. Nice three-point shot from Molly Lynch, which caused Niagara. I'm going to say that again. Niagara uh, 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 to call a timeout. Was a hard. You know, we got we got to make light of a situation. You know, this has been a tough game to watch for the Bronx. Just a slow, like just painful game. Just a lot of turnovers. 
lots of turnovers, and yeah. I'm going to say it again. To come out firing. Yeah. You know, you got 744 up there. That's on the clock. Look at the score. You're down by eight. Remember, man, mm -hmm. eight minutes is a lot of time in basketball. Yes, There's we do still have time. Plenty of time to figure it out if it's not already figured out, but the adjustment needs to be made. It mm -hmm. has to be made if you want any chance of winning this game. You know, the Bronx have come a very long way to get to this point in the season right now. It's been a very rough season for them, and to even win that first round, it's, it's, it's very good to see that they did play a really good yeah. game yesterday and to come out and compete against this team who has, you know, kind of blown us out of the wind before. You know, you can only hope for the best. Yep. And here we go. We're back with action, and O'Neal's going to pull a three, and it's going to be no good. Rebounded by Yell. I need this guy. Almost loses it. Yell's going to reset. She's going to pass it over to Angel Parker. Angel Parker working on a Bronx defender. O'Neal, Aaliyah Parker right outside of the post, puts it up, gets a foul call. But the shot's going to be no good. She'll go to the line to shoot two free throws. Yeah, I mean, hey, they're doing a really good job of drawing that foul today, Niagara. And, you know, game recognizes game there. I mean, for the for the defensive scheme for Ryder right now, got to be doing just a little bit better of a job, just kind of, you know, planting your feet, holding your spot, getting in front, of course. You cannot allow them to get around. One of them, they do those baseline plays, you know, do not allow them to lane under the rim there because that's when they can most likely draw that foul easiest. And Leah Parker makes her first free throw. You know, I'm noticing, I saw some Sour Patch kids on the court over there by the Niagara bench. You know, that might, that could be a good strategy. And as Aaliyah Parker misses the second, you know, maybe they're like stuffing their faces with like Sour Patch kids on the sideline, which allows them to have this high energy. It's that anabolic window, young blood. Angel Parker misses the three. Again, Another no rebound attempt, there for, no attempt the for a Eagles. rebound from any of the Bronx right there. Just kind of letting that one hit the rim and fall. Yeah, the Bronx is letting time waste here. Six minutes and 50 seconds left. They're down by nine. Angel Parker pulls a mid-range shot. No good. And, and finally, it is going to belong to the Bronx. Yeah, oh my you know, I, you're more focused on the fact that it belongs to the Bronx, which is great. But, you know, Aaliyah Parker just mowing through Molly Lynch, pushing her to the ground. It's whatever. We can ignore that, too. Mobley. Yep, there you go. Thank you. Yell gets the foul called on her. It's about time. Yeah, the officiating of this They've game. They've been doing that the whole game. Making me extremely mad. And if the FCC weren't a thing, you'd understand how mad I was. But <sighs> for PG purposes, I know. I am PG. upset. It's a pooey game. We take our sports very serious at Ryder University. On and off air. Yep. Molly Lynch breaking up the ball. Oh, my God. Almost snapped the Oh, that's crazy. It's unfolding here. Bodies hitting the floor. Here's Fireball. Nice play there to create some separation, but she does turn it over. Bit of an errant pass there. I think Fireball. Yell driving in. Oh. Leah Parker with it. Worked Toomey on her. Good defense by Toomey. Leah Parker puts it up. Nice block by Toomey, but... They're going to call a foul. I think Fireball in that last offensive possession there needs to trust herself a little more to try to go to the rim. You know, even, you know, just a little hezzy, just kind of step back, take that fadeaway mid-range right there. And go up to the rim, try to get a foul. That's what we're trying to do here in the later stages of the fourth period. you got to draw enough fouls so you get into the bonus and yeah, get some know, free buckets. She's driving in the rim there. She's got one Niagara defender on her. You know, if she just quickly, you know, picks up her dribble, stops at the Niagara defender, keep running back, get a bit of space, mm -hmm. take a quick midi. 
Honestly, take a quick low post mid-range right outside the paint there. Mm -hmm. That's a shot that Michaela Fireball with her range is extremely capable of making. And Leah Parker misses the first three-point or free throw. Leah Parker on the day. He's got 17 points, 8 for 20 from the field, 1 for 3 from the line. She's got 12 rebounds. She's got 8 steals. She's been insanity. Here's Mobley. Ooh, nice pass to Fireball all across the court, but she can't finish the job. You know, Fireball had a really good amount of space right there, and coming off of that little hit, you know, she's moving off to the right, and she just kind of throws up that Aaron shot, probably trying to sell potentially a foul call there. But I think, honestly, if you're Fireball, with the amount of space you have, you could take another step. You know, you can set yourself there so that you're not just kind of hook yeah. shot it off balance into the, into the net there. I agree. There's Hyacinth driving in. Kind of passes it out to Fireball for three, and it gets it to oh, Coe. Oh, Michaela Fireball. She's been on today. Fireball Man. three for six from three. Yeah, clearly does not matter the score of the game right now. Michaela Fireball is getting hot from beyond the arc right now. Yeah, give Fireball 21 points. Here's the Purple Eagles up by seven. Aye. Angel Parker pulls a three, but it's no good. Purple Eagles has struggled from three today, shooting... Three for 17. Yep, way to get rid of it, Molly. Good, honestly, good job there to Molly Lynch and Victoria Timmy, both boxing out Niagara there. The fireball puts it up, gets the foul called. We're going to see her at the line. I'll stop the clock here. Five minutes and 29 seconds. Fireball gets a chance to bring the Bronx within five here. You would like to see our men's team out here. Uh, maybe showing some support for the girls right now. Fireball from the line today. Zero for zero, making a first appearance. First shot is up and it is good. Looks like the Niagara men's team is going to make an appearance to show support for their woman. That's exactly why I said it. Apologies. Fireball makes both free throws. Bronx are within five. Five minutes and 25 seconds left to go in the fourth period. Can the Bronx pull off the win and pull off the upset? We'll see. Oh, the ball gets away. Molly Lynch with the steal. Here it goes. Molly Lynch got to get it up. And so she kind of will. Yeah, no comment on again the aggressiveness there. I, it's just the way that Aaliyah Parker, you know, just pushes her body into people while keeping her hands up. Mm -hmm. That really throws off our players because you're going to catch them off balance and you're going to knock them to the floor. Here we go. Purple Eagles get the ball back after a turnover. Yeah, and the Bronx also have to be able to take advantage of that possession right there. Nice block by Toomey, using her whole body to put get a hand on it. A lot of force into that one. It looks like the Purple Eagles are going to get possession here. Nope. Oh, Ryder's going to take the ball. It kind of looked like Falcon kind of controlled that one all the way, but hey, I'll take it. Yeah, you know, Molly Lynch and Victoria Toomey both getting their hands on that for a good jump ball there. Probably what kind of helps sway the decision. Mm-hmm. Here's Mobley trying to inbound it here. Bronx down by five. This is some big stuff here. Mobley needs to get it up past half court, and she doesn't. Aaliyah Parker with another steal. Give her nine. Here's Angel Parker. Looking to create something here. Bronx turning the ball over a lot here in... Yeah, you got to be able to hold on to that. You, you cannot afford to not take advantage of those offensive possessions yeah, right especially there. Especially I mean, during them trying to make a comeback here. Yeah, especially when you get two 
steals back to back like that. He's Parker driving in, dishes it off to Falcon. Falcon puts it up and it is good. Yeah, again, you gotta do a better job of getting your hand on that. Just kind of being tougher on defense so you're not giving Falcon that wide open look. Mobley kind of loses it for a second, but remains the, remains the ball, and Heisen misses the three-pointer. You got to be quicker to try to get that rebound right there. Again, nobody in the paint going for that. Hicks bringing it up. Here's Jones, kind of resets, passes it back out to Angel Parker on the three-point arc. She's going to take her time here. Clock draining, 15 seconds left on the shot clock. Kind of where you, you know, you might want to pressure up a little bit on Angel, see, you know, if she'll crack or what happens, what kind of looks you can take away from them. And then what, now you're going to watch her drive to the paint here, try to finish this herself. Oh. Shot is up by Angel Barker, no good. Bronx need to grab a rebound, and they do. Heisen comes down with it. Very clutch rebound by Maya Heisen. Heisen using her speed to her advantage here. Dishes it out to Fireball. Fireball puts it up. Wow. It looks like it might be on Fireball here. Nope, nope. It's going to be on the Purple Eagles. All right. And I saw him point the opposite yeah, direction. Kind of so based, I that was on us. Yeah, kind of based on Fireball's body language. It looks like she kind of... Now, you know, the, foul. the Falcons here with 327 are a foul away from putting the Bronx in bonus. If you're Coach Milligan, you got to take advantage of that. Yep. You have to. Got to drive to the paint a lot. Fireball's first shot is up and good. Good. Puts this game within six. Got to make these shots here. Here's Fireball. Big and shot here. Bring us within five with three minutes and 27 to go. Which and she makes five. both. And the Bronx only with two fouls for their name right now. Three before they put Niagara in the bonus. It's very crucial that they do not waste those. Fireball, give her 25 points. Angel Parker. Pushes it to Hicks, who gives it back to Parker, who finds Jones down low in the paint. We need a foul called naturally, foul. yeah, because, you know, every time we do something... <laughs> You know uh, by now, Owen. You know what? I could sit here all day and poop on these these officials here, and I would love to. Believe it or not, I would love to. I got a lot of joy out of it, but I won't. We got a game to call, and it's again a very close game here. Still, yes. within five, three three minutes left here. Three or seven on the clock, exactly. And the Bronx has had to put together a couple possessions here, and that's going to help right there. Is you got to be able to uh, put together again, like you said, a couple possessions and be be very good on defense. You know, you got to have a little force fill around the bucket there. Jones, her second free throw is good. Still within six. It's two possessions. Turnovers on inbounds now have to be, you cannot let it happen. Here's Mobley bringing it up, or attempting to at least. Gives it the highest in. Here come the Bronx, Mobley. She's got Jones on her, finds fireball down low, shot is up No foul, whatever, but you know. Bronx within four now. Angel Parker with the ball. Two minutes and 42 seconds left. Yeah, watch as they start to play this slow offense now, but they're gonna play that quick, aggressive defense. Mm -hmm. That's the thing about them, which maintains a lot of their stamina, is that slow down offense. They let that clock run because they know that they've got a quick player out there. Look at Angel Parker, who can just drive right to the net. And the size down there There's as well. Hicks. Hicks shot is up. No good. Rebounded by Fireball. No, Bronx really down good. by four no. with possession. Mobley almost loses it. Mobley driving in. Shot is up. And it is good. Bronx within a bucket. 
with two minutes and ten, 10 seconds left. Yeah, Bronx, a lot of momentum on their shoulders right now, being within two. Again, got to keep that force out around the bucket, and, and Niagara's going to talk that one over. Timeout call by the Purple Eagles. We're going to take a timeout here. Do not go anywhere. Keep it tuned. The WRRC2 will be back with more Ryder women's basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Osteria Procaccini. Osteria's kitchen is based on authentic Italian tradition using the freshest, all-natural, organic ingredients available. You can find a plethora of delicious items on their menu like artisan pizzas, handmade pastas, salads, and specialty dishes all made with quality and hand-selected ingredients. All of Osteria Procaccini's meals are prepared with passion for excellence that you will absolutely enjoy. And all of the food is fresh. No artificial preservatives or additives. Just good old-fashioned, traditionally prepared Italian cuisine made with so much love. Osteria has two locations in Pennington and Crosswicks. If you're looking to eat in tonight, Osteria Procaccini also delivers with DoorDash. Either way you decide to order off Osteria's menu, just get there. To learn more about Osteria Procaccini or to view their menu online, it's getforky.com. That's getforky.com. This is Amanda Mobley, guard for your Ryder Bronx. Ask Alexa to play 107.7 The Bronx Retro to hear all Ryder women's home games and select road games this season exclusively on WRRC2. We're back with more Ryder women's basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Going to have a jump ball here off a Purple Eagle miss. Okay. <laughs> Bronx are two points down. Got a nice stop, but just couldn't come down with the rebound. And no, she did. Purple Eagle stripped it away. <sighs> Owen is not necessarily happy. Oh, ball gets away, but Hicks reset. uses her speed to grab it. This will be a great time for this hoop not to be right in my vision. And here's Hicks, dribbling. Gives it to Angel Parker. Angel Parker trying to find something. So she can't, so she kicks it out to Hicks. Aaliyah Parker now. Angel Parker puts up a contested three, and it is good. After struggling the whole game, she finally makes a three when it matters the most, putting up her team up by five. Here's Mobley, finds an open Toomey who gets it to Bang! go. Bang! Send it to the line. That's going to put the Bronx in the bonus Huge. now. If you're Coach Millian, you've got to take advantage of this, especially on the offensive end. With the size and strength of Victoria Toomey right now, you've got to be able to send her to the paint every time. If you can draw that yeah. foul and consistently get those three-point conversions there, you're going to make this game a lot more tougher for Niagara. It's also crucial that Toomey makes this free throw. Bronx down by three. We can be down by two if Toomey just makes this shot. Shot is up and it is no good. Rebounded, Rebounded. by Toomey though, puts it up and she gets fouled again. Send her to the line. Send her to the line. Bronx down three. Yeah, Victoria Toomey with seconds. the second chance at life right now. Lots of fouls getting called here by the on Purple Eagles here. Yeah, let them get aggressive. Continue to put that pressure on them. You know, let them make the mistakes. If Toomey makes both of these shots, the Bronx are down by one. And they have done pretty good on the defensive end recently. Toomey gets oh, the first one to go. left-handed release. <laughs> truly. Truly a very beautiful left-handed release. Toomey, this is, so I can bring, bring the Bronx one. within one. Shot is up and it is good. And she does it, she makes up for it. Wow, one minute, eight seconds left. Bronx down one. Purple Eagles bringing up the ball slowly. Here comes Hicks. 
Yeah, he hands it off to Parker. They're going to run this clock as much as they can right now. 20 seconds on the shot clock. Aaliyah Parker right outside of the paint. Can't find anyone. Shoots the mid-range, and it is no good. Ball's getting bounced around. Falcon puts it up, and it is good. Bronx can't come down with the bucket. Molly Lynch trying to find an open player on the inbound. Timeout called. That's a great timeout call. By the Bronx. Right Smart there. play by Milligan. We're not going to go anywhere. 46.7 seconds. We're going to talk about a potential game plan here. Bronx down by three. If you're had Victoria a, Toomey or Sophia Bruins is right there on that play, you need that rebound. I mean, you had a shot to grab the rebound. Just jump up and grab it and pass it out. At this point, you everything grab you Grab it do, and just sit there and yep. let Falcon strip it away. Falcon is big. She can strip it away. That rebound right there is potentially what could call this game just now. It really could because now the Bronx are down three instead of one. Bronx are down three here. Again, you got 46 on the clock. Bronx ball here. They need a good inbound and they need a quick skit. Listen, Niagara's going to try to run that clock as much as they can right now. You're down three. You know, do you play the foul game? What do you do? You've still got yeah. two fouls to work with here. And if we if we nail a three, we nail a three. You know, now we're tied. But then you have to deal with the you know the issue of stopping them. And what we have seen is they slow down their offense a lot. They slow down their offense quite a lot. They're going to run that clock until it's about four or five seconds left. And if they get that little you know go ahead layup right there, it's going to put the Bronx in a tough spot. Yeah, Purple Eagles not necessarily the best shooting team outside of Aaliyah Parker because uh, the other Parker sister has struggled throughout this whole game, but she did just splash home that three-pointer right before the Bronx offensive possession. As both teams are coming back out now, Bronx still discussing what they want to do as the ref finally tells them to disperse. Coach Milligan taking all the time she possibly can get to draw up a good play here. Once again, Bronx down three with 46.7 seconds left on the clock. Molly Lynch finds a Toomey down low. She gets yes! it to go. What a pass. What a bucket by Toomey. Timeout called by the Purple Eagles. Bronx down by one with plenty of time. 45.1 seconds on the clock this time. Yeah, do we want to go to break or do we want to talk? No, 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 no. All no. Right. What is absolutely fantastic about that is that they did it so quickly. Only two seconds taken away from the clock there. That leaves a 15-second exactly difference between Niagara's next possession and ours. That means if we at least get a good stop on Niagara, a good stop, come down with the rebound, let them foul, go to the line. Get, let's get two. Let's get two. Let's go up by mm -hmm. one. Or let's get the defensive stop, call a timeout, talk and about use it. Use the Bring rest of the game. Down to, yeah. Use that clock. Yep. Use that clock. Bring it down to our Give side. Give the fireball. Fireball's been red hot today. Absolutely on fire today. No pun intended. Fireball, 27 points, 10 for 17 from the field, 3 for 6 from 3. She's She's been bonkers today. They do not want to let go of this game right now. The heart and soul mm -hmm. this team is putting into it right now. A very well-deserved applause from us. I mean, this game has been absolutely amazing for the Brocks. You know, battling back the entire time, now making it this close, putting Niagara in potentially one of their most stressful positions that they've been in all season. Mm-hmm. Here's Angel Parker inbounding it. Hyacinth does a good job of defending it. Here's Jones, passes it to Angel Parker. 40 seconds on the shot, on the game clock, 24 on the shit on the shot clock. Parker gives it to Jones. Here it goes, 14 on the shot clock. Angel Parker dribbling, spending all the time she needs to try to get a good shot. Drives in, shot is up, and it is no good. But a foul is going to be called. 
On Victoria Toomey. Yep. Victoria Toomey does foul Parker. 20.9 on the clock. Really? I gotta Parker watch this. From the line today is two for four. No way they call. Hey, Victoria Toomey kind of just jumps straight up on that one. I really did not mm -hmm. see any much any contact at all. So Bronx are going to take Toomey out of the game, and they're going to put in Bruinches to get some height. A miss here from Angel Parker would be huge. And Angel Parker is two for four on the day. Lots of nerves here. Let's see if they get to her. And these shots determine a lot for the Bronx. Her shot is up, and it is no good off the back iron. One more here. If a miss here would be huge for the Bronx with 20 seconds left on their shot clock right now, but they need to come down with the rebound. If you're Michaela Fireball, mm -hmm. Bruins has box out. Parker's shot is up, and it is good. Puts Niagara up by two. Another 30-second timeout called by the Bronx. Let's just take a look at the numbers here. A, a number that's really coming out to me is Niagara's offensive rebounds. They have 28 offensive rebounds to a 13 defensive rebounds. That's that's yeah. the tail of the tape right there. If we lose this game, it's because of that. The Bronx were not aggressive enough following up their shot or on not aggressive enough on the defensive end grabbing Niagara's missed shots. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, Ben, you heard me say it a lot. You gotta jump. When you've got a 6'5 chick out there and you've got a 6'2 chick out there, you better be jumping for those balls. I mean, they're really good defensive players as well. So to, you know, let that many rebounds go to waste with your size, your strength, and your mm -hmm. athleticism, it is loses again, your ball it games. is the tail of the tape, Ben. You're right. Looks like Molly Lynch, Schiffer, Fireball, Hyacin, and Mobley are gonna be in the game. Looks like just gonna throw out as many shooters as money can buy here. Lynch with the inbound, gives it to Mobley. 20 seconds left, Bronx down two. Mobley crosses over, loses it, and it's gonna go to the Purple Eagles. It looks like they might look at this one though, because this is a big call. And based off Mobley's reaction, I don't know if she, if she knows that she was the one that turned it over. But it looks like they will take a peek at this. We'll see if they put it on the board here so me and Owen can decipher if it went off Mobley because this will be truly game-changing. Because that means... Be huge if it did not go off of Mobley. That means the Bronx would have to play the foul game already down two. So we'll see if they look at this. And as far as three free throws go today for Niagara, six for 13, you know, just under 50% there. It's just, uh, this would be a heartbreaking call. So we'll see what happens here. Don't miss a second of Ryder women's basketball this season on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Plug in the action via your mobile device. Download Retro's free mobile apps. Search WRRC2 in the Apple and Google Play stores to listen to every quarter on your smartphone or tablet. And it looks like possession yeah, will go to the Purple Eagles. That is heartbreaking. Truly a heartbreaking turn of events here. Yeah, if and you're a man of mobile, you can only wonder what is going through her head right now after that play. I mean, just a tough, tough play. bounces right off the foot you know I mean listen you got 15 seconds left up there on the clock and they are trying to get around get some motion going but 
you know, in this game, you do really got to take it second by second when you're a possession away from tying or potentially winning the game. I think, I think rushing in this point of the game right now is, just, is how you make those those little mistakes right there that are going to put the get, you know, put your team behind. I just want to talk about the specifics that Aaliyah Parker, she has 18 points, 13 rebounds, and 11 steals, so give her a triple-double with steals. Something you do not see every day. I mean, Niagara has 18 total steals this game. Uh, Ryder has turned the ball over 27 times. Just a truly, just a just a cruel way to end the game. If this ends up being the, the final changing point of this ball game, if Ryder can't. Yeah, and you can only imagine rush. that they're going to hold the ball for as long as it takes as for as long as it takes here. You know, if you're Ryder, you kind of hope you foul the right person. What is happening? Another timeout call. Looks like we have another timeout. Milligan's Very talking confused. with the ref. Not sure what's going on here. And we're bringing him right back on the court. All right. Not too sure what that was about, but gameplay's about to restart. Looks like they added a three-tenths of a second back onto the shot clock, yeah. or the game clock at this rate, 15.8 seconds instead of 15.5. Angel Parker, Bronx not fouling just yet, and they finally do. They're going to foul Angel Parker with 12.7 seconds on the clock. Angel Parker from the line today is one for two. You know, even missing one of these shots is really big for the Bronx right now. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, she just misses one. Then it'll keep it a one-possession game. But if she makes two, that'll make the task of coming back a lot more harder. As she does miss the first one. So this is going to make it interesting here. If she misses this one, then you need I mean, that rebound. turnover was for nothing. You've got to come down with it. Shot here. is up, and it is no good. Bronx grabbed the rebound. And timeout call by Lynn Milligan. 12.1 oh on the shot clock here. Milligan, a great timeout call. Good rebound by Hyacin. That's what happens when you jump. That is what happens when you <laughs> jump for the rebound. We've been saying that all season. If you want to let the ball come to you, it won't. I know. All right, so let's set the scene here. 12.1 seconds on the clock. Bronx down by two. Oh, my goodness. What do you do here? Do you, do you go for the win? Do you go for the tie? I'm going for the tie. You know, we've seen the Bronx do a lot when it comes to potentially hitting an overtime or being in this close game. You know, the one game, the last game we had done against Maris before we went to the OT with them to see Michaela Fireball getting the last chance shot right there. I mean, if you're going to shoot the three, put it in the hands of Michaela Fireball. She's and got 27 points, and she's shooting three for six from three today. And you got to try to remember here, you know, being in the bonus is good advantage in the paint if you get that end one play. And I, good point. It's, it's hard to say what Milligan is exactly planning around right now. You know, if, you know, she wants to risk getting that end one. Uh, I think that's a really good play call. Molly Lynch inbounds it to Mobley. Ten seconds on the game clock. Mobley working, crosses over. Six seconds on the clock. Fireball almost loses it. Fireball drives in, floats it. No good. What? Looks like it's going to be a charge on Fireball, and this might be the conclusion to the Bronx season. Kayla Fireball is going to get called for the foul. Indeed, she got fouled, or she committed a foul trying to shoot a floater. And this is tough for the Bronx right here. 
Going to get no time out of the clock right here. 1.2, you need a steal and you need a quick shot. Parker's going to inbound it. 0.5 left. 0.5 seconds on the clock. You got to think. This game is over. Yeah, Bronx being in, you know, within range of two here. I mean, you always get that one miracle shot here. You know, if she makes the first, you know, misses the first one, makes the second one, you, you've got a chance to kind of just throw up a Hail Mary. But, but some, she might just miss the second because, I mean, you'll have no time. She does make the first. Yeah, I'm feeling it. The Purple Eagles here. by three. And it looks like she just will intentionally missed the second shot is up and it is no good and that's the game Aliyah Parker grabs the offensive rebound for roughly the 30th Purple Eagles offensive rebound and that's going to be the conclusion to the Ryder Bronx season the 2023 Ryder Bronx women's team it was, it was a heck of a season. Ennis the, finished the year 10-21 record. Obviously, not what we wanted to see here. But we came into the tournament as the underdogs. Took a game against Marist. And uh, gave, gave, gave a show for everyone involved. And, you know, if we're lucky enough to get Coach Milligan over here at the end, it actually looks like she's coming straight over here. So we're just going to stay right on. Ben, if you could do me a favor. Ben. Yep. Do me a favor there. It's just, you know, not the way you want to end the season, but to the Bronx, you know, a lot of valiant efforts from them today. Hey, Coach, sorry we're getting your headset out for you just now. Again, a very hard-fought game there at the end. It's unfortunate to see that that is exactly how the end of that game would go. Because we're going to get on with Coach Milligan here in just a second. Coach Milligan, listen, we really appreciate you coming over after that tough loss. And we want you to be with the team right now. We're going to ask you just a question each before we send you off. Okay. I mean, what can you just say about the team season, you know, wrapping it up? It was a very hard-fought game. And you guys, you know, labeled, you know, the dark horse of the tournament. Definitely made a name for yourself, you know, let people know that you were in it to win and you threw everything you had out there today. Just what are the emotions like for this team as the season ends? Um, I mean, it's tough. It's tough to have your season end that way um, with the game that we had. Um... You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sad for our kids. Um, they played really well. We fought hard. Um, sad for our seniors. Um, and, you know, we just made a couple too many mistakes down the stretch and, you know, just didn't go our way today. Yeah, it's just one of, like, the toughest stats was just offensive rebounds. Yeah. Niagara got 29 total ones. Yeah. So can you yeah. just talk and, us and through that? Yeah, and we knew that. And we had kids in there scrapping and fighting and, mm -hmm. and doing what they need to do. And, you know, sometimes you're just outsized. And it wasn't for lack of effort. It wasn't for hustle. It wasn't for toughness. We just, um, we just didn't mm -hmm. get that done. Yeah, and Coach Milligan, you know, we want you to be with the team right now. We really appreciate everything Thank you've been you. doing for us this season. And I know the team appreciates you just as much. So, you know, go be with them. Again, a wonderful game, we thought, as well. Um, very good appreciate season. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate very you guys course. being with us all season, too. You guys did an outstanding job. Thanks. Thank you very much, Coach. So as that one comes to an end, you know, we're going to let her go back to her team. That's, that's not really a loss that you want to experience out here. It's a very tough game to play against a good team like Niagara. And then actually as we're going to go into, the, you know, picking our MVP yep. of the, the game here again.
ladies and gentlemen, for everything that the Bronx have done this season. I hope you've really enjoyed listening to us play. But, Ben, before mm -hmm. we continue all that sentimental stuff, let's just get right into it. You know, uh, let, let's make this positive. Um, Michaela Fireball, you know, in one of the biggest games of her season, she, she had 27 points, 10 for 17 for the field, 3 for 6, 4 for 4 from the line. Um, she did turn the ball over 10 times, but... I mean, she, she produced offense for us. Um, just a little tough play at the end there on the supposed charge that might have not been a thing, but I'm yeah. not going to talk about that. Uh, how about your pick, Owen? You know, as far as officiating goes today, we could sit down here and talk about uh, how absolutely atrocious it was for the first half. But you know what? We're not going to. we got to look at the brights of the game. And, you know, I, I want to recognize a lot of the other players on this team that did a really good job today. So starting right away, which is Victoria Toomey, you know, 13 points in the day, four for six in the field goal, you know, five for seven from the free throw. She did a really good job defensively rebounding today with seven of them. And then, you know, it's just that foul trouble that she gets into there. It's mm -hmm. that foul trouble that, you know, it stops the team from being able to utilize them, you know, in the late game. You know, you throw a team in the bonus pretty early on. And you're going to you know, lose a lot of chances, a lot of good opportunities there to kind of bring yourself back into this game. But to Victoria Toomey, you know, one of the seniors, uh, is she coming back next semester? She is coming. Yeah, she yeah. will be coming back doing her grad year. And I can't wait to, you know, watch her bloom and just continue to play one more mm -hmm. season. I know she's hungry, and I think that she definitely deserves it as well. And to the rest of the players today, I think, you know, for our final game, we should definitely touch on everybody right now. I think Mobley had, you know, not her best game, but a really good game yeah. uh, as far as the PG goes. Dropping seven points, three for seven from the field goal, one for two from the three. D really not like the green light that she wanted today, but, you know, three rebounds, 11 assists. That's exactly the amount of Mobley we know and yep. love. Just a really good offensive and defensive rebounder for her team. You know, mainly on the defensive end. She's quick. She knows how to get in there and box out as well. It's something that the rest of the team kind of needs to take notes on. You know, looking forward, moving down the list here, and uh, I'll let you take a few in a second, Ben, here. Sophia Bruch has five points on the day, two for five from the field goal, one for two from the three, you know, one rebound. And if you're Sophia Bruch, you know, and you got that size and that height, one rebound, uh, I hate to say it's not going to cut it. But what I do want to say about Sophia Bruch is, is, you know, with the new season coming up, you know, you got the offseason, now you get the rest. I see a lot of talent coming out of her. I definitely would I love to watch her grow and continue to play. You know, she's put on a really stellar couple performance for us these last few games, regardless of what we have said in, you know, about the, you know, the past six or seven games. I think she's really made a name for herself and coming out, you know, next semester. I think she'll do a really good job for them next season. Yeah, speaking of players that might improve next semester, Jessica Schiffer, she played 24 minutes but shot the ball only one time. Yeah. Just not enough for our starting shooting guard. Our shooting guards are supposed to be shooting, shooting, and shooting. Yes. Obviously, she did that yesterday, and she didn't have a good job of it, but... You know, you, you'll never know if you're going to have a good game if you only, you know, shoot the ball once. Yeah, I mean, you got to remember the approach has to be coming again. Shoot, shoot, get that green light, get going. You're, you're not going to heat up if you're not taking shots. So to Jessica Schiffer only taking one shot today, you know, it's it's just unfortunate to see, you know, because we know she's a good shooter and we know that the team trusts her and we even trust her. So, you know, mm -hmm. you just you wish you'd go out there and be a little more confident. And now moving down the line again, Hyacinth, my Hyacinth, you know, I never really saw a standout game from her, but what we did always compliment her on was that standout defense. I mean, she was one of the players that, when we were down in a pinch, needed some really good de you know, defensive work there. We throw Maya Hyacinth out there. Did a really good job on the scoring end today, you know, better than a few of the other players. Six points up there, one for three from three, one for six in the field goal, but three for four from the free throw line, which is very important when you get those free buckets. You cannot waste those. Three rebounds, one assist, two fouls, obviously, but we're not even going to talk about those. But with her speed and agility, it, uh, it really is a shame that we're going to have to, you know, watch her leave now. And with only working for her for one season, very grateful that I did get to see all these seniors play. And if you want to go ahead and take Molly Lynch real quick, one of the only players you saw the court today. Yeah, Molly Lynch, you know, being a junior and Mobley being a graduate student leaving after this season, 
Molly Lynch is going to be the future. She's yep. going to be the future Definitely. of this Bronx squad. Big um, shoes to fill. Yes. Molly, you know, she, she has the potential to be really good. You know, she's been learning on the Mobley for three years now. So um, if she just keeps, you know, building confidence in her shot and um, just being a little bit more precise and with her passing, then she definitely could be, you know, you know, in one of the assist leaders in the years to come as well. Yep. And you know what, guys? I think that's uh, about going to wrap up our postgame show there. We talked a lot about this game, what we think could have gone better. But uh, just a quick message to everyone that's ever been listening. And John, John, again, thank you very much for this opportunity our freshman year. Mm -hmm. You know, if we could, we'd go everywhere with this team. We love yeah. these girls. We love getting to watch them play. And we love getting to see them improve every game. And I think this season was one of those really good examples where we did see a questionable team really pick it up towards the end of the season there. So for me and Ben both, yep. Ben, any final comments? You know, I'm just going to say it one more time. I hope Megan hears this. Don't go into real estate. You know, it's Victoria Toomey's paint. It's her real estate. You know, I'm going to say that next year if I'm the women's broadcaster. Yep. I might move on to men's, but if I'm here, I'll be saying that next year as well. Ladies and gentlemen, you have our heart and souls, and it's going to pain me to do this, but make sure you keep oh, it to no. WRRC2. We'll be back next season for the 2023-2024 basketball, women's basketball season, exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro.